Recorded live. The conference is now in silent mode. So, and she's got a contract with um, that, um, is it Nutrisystem or something like that? So she's doing very well for herself. Thank you. Yes, she is. Kelly Shelley Long has gone nowhere after she yeah. took cheers. So who's the, who's the other one? More power to her. <laughs> Meg Ryan. I remember Meg, watching Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. If she gets she any was... more if she gets any more plastic surgery, her face is gonna fall off. Yeah, she looks horrible. Doesn't she though? Oh God. She, she was, was a... so cute. She was a Adorable in the night. Wasn't she, though? Oh, God. When she was sleepless in Seattle? Oh, God. Yep. Another one that I liked was um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. Hold on just one second. I Jamie don't know. These motherfuckers ain't just uh-huh. said something mad uh-huh. about, about that good-hearted white woman, Meg Ryan. The gray hair. I know they ain't. We will have to get Is these motherfuckers straight now. Right here, right now. Watching her in a fish called it's Yeah, that was her first breakout movie. Then she uh-huh. went to Halloween. So Halloween was actually her first breakout movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was her she first. Was movie. or is being used by another caller. VoIP users note that touch tones can be unreliable across the Internet. Please be persistent. You may dial at any time during this announcement. Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press 1, then pound. To get access to all features, sign up for a free account at TalkShoe.com.
Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member, You are unmuted. Elsa Lanches. Wolfman, I had that. The Invisible Man. The Claw Grange. Oh. Classic movie. Hello? Hello? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Hello? That's the same guy from last week. He's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello? 
Ric Flair. Yep. Oh, no, 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 this ain't Ric Flair. Okay, we'll let Ric Flair come in. No, 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 this ain't no Ric Flair. This is Tyrone Shoelace getting y'all a call. Now, I heard y'all say something bad about Meg Ryan. And don't nobody on this planet needs to say nothing bad about Meg Ryan. Now, I know she old. She wrinkled up. She got gray hair, white hair. I know she been in a few movies, few rated R movies. <laughs> but don't nobody need to say nothing bad about Meg Ryan. I love Meg Ryan with all my heart. She's the kindest white woman I've ever met. But she's had too much plastic surgery. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't, no, no. No white woman can ever have too much plastic surgery. <laughs> I know y'all know I'm telling the truth now. Can't have <laughs> white woman on the face of this planet ever. Have. I mean, look at look at Joan Rivers' old wrinkled up, stable up ass. Look at Joan Rivers. You won't talk about somebody that looks bad. Look at Joan Rivers. That old crazy ass. <laughs> face all twisted up, lips all upside down, twisted up, face leaning to one side. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, who's the gentleman that y'all had here on the show? Come on, oh, that's the same man from last week. You better know who you talking to, motherfucker. This Tyrone Shoelaces, <laughs> I will choke your ass. Now you can put me on mute, motherfucker. You put me on mute now. You want to go, you can go. You want to go, you can go. But don't you get now, motherfucker, thing twisted up. I will choke your punk ass. Don't not, not put so, me on mute now, motherfucker. So tell Nobody me, better tell put me. Donald Trump on mute. Tell me. Tell me. Put what that motherfucker on mute. Tell him to shut his motherfucking mouth. He done handed over the election to Satan herself. That's right. He done handed it over. Now you got all these 75, 74-year-old white women washing up on the show talking about, oh, he touched me. Who cares, bitch? You better be glad somebody touched your ugly ass. <laughs> and I write about it. I know I'm right about it. But somebody touched me. Donald Trump sexually assaulted me. Bitch, that's not the only man who ever touched your ugly ass. Ain't she ugly? That just wrinkle up. I'm telling you, CNN, NBC, all these motherfuckers running my blood pressure up. They running my pressure up. I'm sick and motherfucking tired of hearing about this goddamn election. I don't care who become the next motherfucking president. Just as long as they give it to somebody. We ain't got the vote. Give it to one of them old wrinkled motherfuckers. Give it on to them. As long as I ain't got to hear about the motherfucking election no more. I'm sick of this shit. Give it to John McCain's old stick full of ass. <laughs> <laughs> we need Rick Flair to be the campaign manager for Trump. <laughs> you got damn right. You got damn right. Rick Flair will get this shit jumping. Rick Flair will make it hot. Make it hot. <laughs> <laughs> he make it hot. <laughs> Bright Bart ain't got shit on the motherfucking nature bar. Ain't got shit on the nature bar. Mm-hmm. But tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you. I just told you. 
I told you how I really, really, truly, I am sick of these motherfuckers. I'm sick of Paul Ryan. I'm sick of old Joe Biden's old white-haired ass. I'm sick of all these motherfuckers. I will choke every last one of them niggas. Make me the president. I will take a cracker and stuff it up Joe Biden's old wrinkled-up prostate ass. Get that nigga a motherfucking grab cracker. Give something. Tell him to shut up. And then, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on one second. Then they had to go drag out Al Gore's punk motherfucking ass. Now, when the last time I see Al go? This motherfucker over here worried about it's getting too hot. It's getting too cold. Climate control. Somebody needs to control the motherfucking hairline on this motherfucking head. He got a ball spot besides the Texas. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton's old washed up ass passing out shit. She could she couldn't even attend a nine eleven memorial without tripping all on the motherfucking sidewalk. Crooked as Hillary. This old motherfucker, she ain't going to do nothing. They're going to make her the president. This bitch going to be in there 90 days, and then she going to die. That's right. She going to die. Y'all get ready. We're going to be marching around her old wrinkle-up ass. Don't let them fool you. That bitch wasn't just up there having no coughing fit. She got cancer. She coughed up a lung. Uh, I'll give that bitch 90 days 90 days And they're going to be marching around Her punk motherfucking ass At the the Clinton Library If they got one In the motherfucking hill On Martin Luther King Boulevard (laughs) (laughs) If only If only Huma If would get herself a Brazilian Then Hillary would be Have to be coughing off them hairballs <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh God, my chest hurts from laughing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Oh. Oh my God, he's so funny! <laughs> oh Lord, take it, take it on the road. <laughs> Barbara, you were on Straight Talk last week, right? No, well, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah you were. Mm-hmm. Baby and uh, they mute him after a while. Well, our friend from Texas is from. He was on Straight Talk last week. That's why I said I knew who he was. Yeah. Is he a comedian, really, in real life? I don't know, but he's funny as hell. Oh, God <laughs> almighty. Funny. Uh, he should be on the stage. He should really go to a comedy store. Nah. And it's bring him up. Huh? No. I'll tell no you what. Wouldn't. I don't laugh at jokes that often. Uh, oh my gosh! My chest hurts from laughing. I <laughs> Jesus! 
<laughs> She'll be dead in 90 days. <laughs> wait, wait, he's what giving credit. You? I'm seven. Oh, Because you know that bitch going to stroke out. I'm surprised uh-huh. this didn't stroke out Sunday night. Donald Trump's going after her. Bitch, you should be in jail. Yeah. What did you say about Yuma, Huma, whatever, coughing up a furball? No, I said if you... <laughs> I said I said if Huma would get a Brazilian, then Hillary wouldn't be coughing so much. Oh, okay. Because she's coughing up hairballs. Oh, okay. I thought you said something about Huma was coughing up a furball. Oh, my oh. God. God. I was <laughs> laughing too hard to hear you. I was... Oh, God, my. He's funny. <laughs> That's why I brought up Big Flair, because he brought up Big Flair last last week. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God. I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh, <coughs> well, the call's posted for tomorrow. I hope the hell Kevin shows up. Oh, God, please. Yeah, it would be nice if he does show up. God, if he doesn't show up. <clears throat> Gonna have another pissed off Fabian. Yeah, I'll be pissed off this time. I'll remind him tomorrow. I gotta get up early anyway. My computer guys. I have a wine. Let's get you late. A little wine. Cheese. I know what's wrong. Shit. Oh. There's a remote. What did you do with the remote? Nipple. Damn. <laughs> Young Frankenstein's on TCM. They just got the body, so it just started not too long ago. Frankenstein. We really don't need to see a movie about John Kerry growing up. No, I really don't. No, I'll pass on that. Thank you. Yeah. Igor. Isn't it Igor? I'm... No, it's Igor. No, Igor. No, it's Igor. No, it's Igor. <laughs> then Igor had a sex change and became Teresa Hines Carey. No. Would you like a roll in the hay? Oh, roll, roll in the hay. Oh. I love this movie. 
What's your name? Kyle Buka. So what brain did I put into this monster? Abby somebody. Abby who? Abby normal. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's such a classic Gene Wilder film. I love Gene Wilder. I'm surprised they haven't put on more of this movie. Blazing Saddles, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, my son liked that one. Oh. So I had to sit there and watch it with him. Oh, really? It's a wonderful... He was was laughing so hard, I had to go see what was going on. (laughs) Or said he had to go around shouting Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. I said, shut up. Oh, no. He grabbed the Abby Normal brain. Of course, a monster of that size would have an enormous Schwarzenegger. A what? An enormous Schwarzenegger. (laughs) How did she say it? Mark, how did she say it? Menorma Schwarzenegger? Yeah. It goes with that thing. Yeah, we'll go with that. Until I see... Huh? We'll go with that. That's what Terry Gar said to Gene Wallace. He was having a Norma Schwarzenegger. You could tell I've seen this movie more than once. Terry Terry Gore was a hottie back in the day also. I know. You know she has multiple sclerosis now? Yep. She's in a wheelchair. Mm, what a shame. Terrible. My niece has it too, but luckily they caught it in the early stages. You know, they used... They found the guy who did the movie for the 1931 Frankenstein, and they found the equipment that they used for the movie. It was in a warehouse, and they brought it out of storage, and that's the equipment they used for this movie. In the uh, scene where they are trying to bring the monster alive. Really? Yeah, trivia. Hey, check out the picture that I just posted in chat. I can't see it yet. Next week I can. (laughs) What? Knockers. Of course, he was talking about the doorknob. That's a great bunch of knockers there. Bet you could hear all through the house. Yeah. 
and the horse would keep whinnying, whinnying, whinnying every time they said it, because in German it means glue factory. <laughs> it's one of those dancing horses. <laughs> jump up in my lap, but you won't want to stick you out. All right, be that way. Okay. Go on with you, then. Go on with you. Uh, I remember my cat. Every time I opened a can of anything, he'd get my feet, thinking that it was tuna. No, he knows his own food. Uh, the only time he, you know, he'll want some of my dinner just to see what it, what it is. But. Well, what I used to do is, if I had a Recorded live. Exactly what's well, involved in those lights than just um. Okay, uh, but you know, Linda. Okay, Linda. Do you have floaters in? Do you do you have floaters in your eye? I've had floaters for years. But it was. Is not currently available. I've been to an ophthalmologist. I had them identified, and they are. They are tears in my retina. And that's okay, that's fair. different. That's different. I, I have holograms. Well, mm-hmm. I, I also see something that's odd, this energy moving. In my, and I don't want to go there because I don't want it to pick up. But, well, if you uh, want to spend more time talking about Dave's thing, I thought you talked about it for like... No, what I'm saying is what we want to talk about. What we, excuse me? No, I, I'm not being, I'm not being uh, causing trouble. I'm just, I just thought you did. I, I thought I heard you tell everybody many, many times. Well, I think it's because it's meant, it's very, very, very helpful. I think here we can do something directly for ourselves, and that's what this call is for. How we can do this 
you know, directly for ourselves, to help ourselves. And I don't, you know, I mean, we don't even know for sure what's in these lines. But call on, okay, what do we need? What the hell is wrong? Because we need somebody who can figure out how to get rid of the hologram. If it's technology that they fix upon us, somebody might be able to get rid of it. Like so some with thing is, you know, you want to find out about the lights, you find out who the manufacturer is, as I did, and I contacted them, and you get your hands on the step. I mean, get rid of the, like, in other words, like, get a torch. Like, if I have a hologram, I need to know what, okay, is Dave an engineer? Because maybe he knows how to get rid of a hologram. David is an electronic. Dave, are you an electronic engineer? If he's still with us, I'm not sure. Dave is still with us. Um, um, Dave, are you there? I think Dave's on. Um, Sorry, Linda. <laughs> I did it. Would a torch work? I mean, I, I don't know. What do you mean by? I'm back. <laughs> there you go, Dave. Oh, okay, I'll tell you what. Hey, let me Dave, did you get my text? Uh, the cell phone don't work here at my property. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, but I will get it. I'll get it tomorrow when I go to town. Yes. Okay, okay Dave. Right. Let me ask you one question, then you can go back to whatever you want about the CD. Um, can Can you <laughs> or do you know how to get rid of a hologram like? Would a torch work by turning up the heat and burning it, or what? Uh, Where is the hologram? It's floating in my energy field. It just depends. Uh, they got laser holograms. You know, there's many different forms. But uh, I don't think there's one answer for that. You know... Okay. Well, I mean, the hologram is is created outside your vision, outside of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like in other words, okay. Remember how they were talking about putting chips in people? So then people were so concerned. Oh, they're going to put a chip in me. Yeah, but they never thought that they could put a hologram that's in your energy field, that's in back of your head. And whenever you're walking around, I know it's sick. When you go through some kind of scanner, I don't know if it's the airport or wherever, they're knowing something about you that you don't know. That's what I'm talking about. Whether that's your conspiracy theorist, whether that's you're a terrorist, whether that's you're a rapist. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who knows something about Tyrone? Don't nobody else You motherfuckers don't know nothing about me. It's in your energy field. I will fuck that somebody's sitting there going, we hate Mr. X. Maybe they just put a uh, hologram in your energy field. And then if you walk by a series of lights, if you walk by a series of lights and the lights recognize the hologram, then they're to attack anybody with that hologram. Hello, can anybody hear me? Test two, three, four. I don't know, Dave. Five, can they six, put a hologram in your energy field? You yes, feel? They can. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, I think they're using the GPS system, which mm-hmm. sixteen satellites 
surround every one of us right now and are bombarding and using the phenomenon called constructive interference they can generate high energy pixels shapes or anything else within your body by conjoining those 16 signals all right so dave agrees with me now, what do you think, dear, in the headlights that you were knocking everything I was saying? And Linda agrees with me. Oh, that Other... is so rude. God. What? You're calling people deer in the headlights as you No, no, that's her, that's her nickname, and she's knocking everything I'm saying. Meanwhile, Dave uh, agrees. The deer in the headlights is somebody's name in the chat room. Really? They yeah. actually called themselves that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And terrible. she doesn't believe a word I'm saying, but da- she said Dave's the smart one, and Dave just agreed with me. Oh, that's awful that they called themselves that. I feel bad for her that she called herself that. But I still don't believe you. <laughs> I, I go with Dave. Uh, I, I still don't believe you. I think that there's way more to just a simple understanding of this. Oh, I didn't say that. What's just that? What's part of it? Well, I, I think that it's important to see that there's overt harassment and stalking on a daily basis by human beings. Uh, Above all this technical stuff, let's just get down to the human bearings of things. A lot of thinking, I do believe, is facilitated by people having wireless devices on their person. It makes it so much easier for them to locate you. Yeah, definitely. Okay, here's what you can do to see something. Watch, I have a plan. There's a, a flashlight that you can get, like an atomic beam flashlight, $20. Okay? Um, you flash it in your eyes um, in a dark room for like, I don't know, a minute or something. And then all of a sudden you turn it off. Okay? Then you look around your room, you're going to see something different. You, you might see like an infrared signal. Okay, that's one way you can do it. Um, I guess Sumaya's saying you can get a, um, what were you saying? You, you could get a uh, uh, image, uh, what was it called? A key no, I just, I, I just don't want to do that with my life. I, I don't want to have to put an infrared Rays or yeah, infrared camera. That's what I. I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. I want to see my mom. I want to see my husband. You need to want to be a shrink. You crazy man? You crazy? I told y'all. I don't want to. Motherfucking man, where's Dr. Phil? We need him. That's when his old no man should be around. And right about now, talking to these other crazy white motherfuckers. They don't lost their mind. Y'all hear what we got to put up with? Y'all hear this shit? 
between through the air and shit. Somebody get these motherfuckers a pill. Get them a motherfucking pill. Every last one of these niggas need a value. Get these motherfuckers a value. Get them to a goddamn shrink. Where is Barbara Walters' old wrinkle of ass? Get in here, Barbara. You need to interview these old crazy motherfucking white folk. They have lost their motherfucking man. I know I ain't the only one that... I ain't the only one that knows. Look at this motherfucking election. Look at what these motherfuckers have did. These white folk. They done took the whole election process and turned it into a motherfucking fraud. This is what we have allowed these motherfuckers to do. One motherfucking nigga becomes president and these motherfuckers lose their mind. They done lost it. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want now motherfucking cracker. Now motherfucking cracker around me talking about you the goddamn president. I'm going to show you the president, all right? I'm going to stick my foot clear up your old white wrinkle ass. I'm going to be your motherfucking president. They crazy. I told y'all, they crazy. My pressure. My motherfucking pressure is red up my pressure. Where my pills? Where my motherfucking pills at? Somebody find my motherfucking pills. They're about to kill me. Ain't no motherfucking pills in there. I need pills. Any of y'all got some motherfucking pills? or is being used by another car. You are now joining the call.
or is being used. You are now joining the call. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press 1, then pound. Get access to all features. ...or is being used by... You are now joining the call. Recorded live. Whenever I started feeling that shy or insecurity... Um, I would push myself and just say the things anyways, whatever it is I wanted yeah. to say. Or, you know, if, if I thought it was too cheesy, I wanted to tell somebody I love them or something, and I thought, oh, well, they're going to think it's cheesy, I, I might want to hold back. But, see, I learned, like, to never do that, you know, because it felt so good no matter what. Even if you're taking, a, you know, a leap of faith, and and that that wakens you up. You, you become alive, and then... And then, you know, then that's your life, and it just keeps moving like that. Otherwise, what do you do? Y'all you just surrender to your insecurities or your shyness, oh, and that's who you are for the, you know, the rest of your life. It's like, oh, I, I just can't head. imagine living the life of the same routine. I, I, I'm, I'm, I can't handle, like, boredom and routines and, and like, knowing this is exactly what I'm going to do for the rest of my life every single day. Like, no, like, every day is a new day, new opportunity, you know, all that stuff yeah. is so real. And people Bitch, say all the time, like, oh, that? yeah, you know, every day Please. is a blessing, but really Please. they just live in Everybody a miserable, a lot of those people Please. live in, like, just, just miserable it's routine. And, it's oh. really easy to get in a rut in this world. Really oh, it is, and habits. They're just and, uh, complaining, you know, complaining or, or gossiping, uh, things like that. They're, 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 they're so dangerous because people don't even realize the habits that they're creating. And, and then and then what, what are you when you stop your, you know, I used to complain a lot at work, like, like a long time ago, I'm trying to remember what what job it was, but maybe I didn't complain. I just have I just had negative. There was one job I had that was always traffic in the morning, and that set the tone um, for for negativity because I would be in traffic, and, yeah. and I always and I learned you know through that traffic how to not let it bother me because I knew if it does, then I've got eight eight hours of this job where I'm going to continue this negativity. So in the beginning, let's say I would go to work with this gnarly traffic and I would get to work and I'd start complaining about it to my coworkers, right? 
And then I didn't really, like, know what else to talk about. I was kind of like, oh, this is, like, who I am, you know? So it, like, became kind of a habit where I would, oh, guess what happened today with this person? But, see, it was, like, it was all wrong, you know? And I I learned it right away with that because because you got eight eight more hours left, you know? Is this this what you're setting the tone for, you know? But but in the full full picture, you've got your whole life. So, like... Well, you know, I will say, you, I will, I, you're exactly right, Emily, and I will tell you something. If you uh, get to the point where um, and you're a happy person and you can knock that out and you can, like, sh- you start shining, you know what I mean? And that, um, what I've noticed is if you can keep that positive attitude, and I'm talking, not trying, I'm not saying fake it or anything like that, but, you know, do find your, um, you know, clear your mind and stuff and, uh, you know, live on faith, you know what I mean? And uh, um, it actually spreads, and people see that out there. I mean, you see right now, you see a lot of negative people when you go out in public right now. You know what I mean? And uh, you'll see somebody smiling and in a good mood and, you know, sh- spreading love, if you know what I mean. And they actually shine. And the, the people they talk to and they, uh, um, uh, they meet and that they're, uh, you know, uh, re- uh, interacting with, that actually it stops these people in their tracks most of the time. And it actually kind of changes their attitudes a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like you're a shining light out there in this world, you know. Sometimes, and uh, that's uh, I think what happens. What I see is like, um, um, as I say, I have a relationship with uh, with God. You know what I mean? So through prayer, and I, I sometimes I can get over a lot of these. I call it, you know, when I get in those negative moods and stuff like that, or something happens, and I start thinking that way. I kind of put it like, well, I'm I'm being attacked. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, there's things you got to deal with and everything, but if I dwell on it, then I know that that attack actually affected me, and it's it's taking away my it's taking away my happiness. You know what I mean? Um, something bad happens, you deal with it. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to deal with it, but don't dwell on it for a week or a month or five years or whatever. You know what I mean? That actually stealing your happiness. And I kind of look at that. Some of these things that happen to me are like attacks sometimes. Okay, and um, negative negative attacks. All right, and so. I kind of learned, you know, you got to deal with it, you deal with it, and then move on, okay? You don't forget it, but, you know, it's part of the knowledge thing, too, and you kind of move on. And, uh, um, you know, that's kind of, sometimes this happens when I forget to pray or I start getting away from the Lord, it starts happening more and more, and I find myself becoming very, like, everything's mundane, everything turns gray, you know what I mean? I'm not happy with what I'm doing, I have no initiative in what I'm doing, so I, uh, actually have to recharge myself back up again and you you know most people and including myself i used to you know try to find worldly things to recharge myself back up this is why a lot of people drink you know what i'm talking about they recharge back up and they get happy when they drink a little bit um i used to drink a lot by you and uh i hardly drink at all now but the way i recharge myself now is going back to prayer and uh and knowledge and uh the lord cheers me up and he, he really does as they say i just I just kind of learned you have a relationship with him, and uh, I tell him my problems are discussed. Yes, and, uh, my brothers um, and sisters, the Lord cheers him up. The Lord. Somehow doing that, I get recharged back up, and I, Everyone I kind say of you know, I get a plan of how I'm going to deal with the problems that happened and everything, and all of a sudden I'm back on my two feet again. You are unmuted. I think, you know, in America especially, people have forgot that. They've got so far away from, uh, from God in this country and in their lives, that, uh, and he pulled it, you know. Oh, yes, that, my brother. The Lord is cheering us up. The Lord is giving us joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
Oh, praise God, my brothers and sisters. This is the Reverend Lee Roy Do Good. And yes, I am right here on Out of the Darkness and Into the Light. Is anyone else into the light tonight? You ought to raise your hand and give God the praise in this place tonight. Forgotten in this world and also Yes, my brother. He, he, he helps everybody and stuff. He starts he throwing that away. He helps everybody. Preach. Preach, my brother. You know pass I mean? around and, uh, the collection plate, um, Heather. Pass around the plate. He is, he is picking some people up. And he, I think he's starting to spread his knowledge now a little bit. Yes, and, uh, he's picking me yeah, up. You know, he's picking me up. To, uh, he's picking you, me up. Uh, as, as the gentleman that was just on, if you I've don't know the Lord. I've got the joy of the Lord flowing through my veins. Anybody else feel Jesus? Do you feel Jesus? I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, that's right. The devil's trying to steal your testimony there, young man. The devil's trying to take your words. But the Lord is going to give you power over that old devil, that old serpent. I just thought I'd throw that out to you a little bit there, at least. Um, oh, I feel the power. Anybody else feel yeah, the power? No, Do you feel oh, it? Okay. Do you <laughs> feel it? You're so funny. You're hilarious. <laughs> no, it's great, though. I mean, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's, you know, there's this physical world that, we, that I see, and then there's this whole, you know. That's right, my sister. Go ahead how, tell the goodness of the Lord. You know how I live, or how I what yeah. I believe. You know, and so yes, very, yes, it's all very interesting. That's, you know, I guess I guess if I live in a world full of crazies, I have the right to be crazy too, right? You know what I mean? So you might as well make oh, the sense yeah. of it, right? You know? <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Oh man. So all right, I'm gonna. Uh, I got a big day tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, oh, I do too. I do too. Oh, I'm no, going you must not leave. You yeah, must not leave. This is a time right to rejoice. Everyone, let's rejoice. I'm going to get going as well because I have a good day. Right right now. Now. Yeah. You just reminded me. I totally forgot. Get up on your <laughs> feet. That's right, all of you. Get on your feet right now. Stand up wherever you are. It's time to rejoice. It's time to run for Funny Jesus. Story there, Let's so. run for oh, Jesus. Not you, Tether. Shut out. Yeah. Let's <laughs> run for Jesus. I get a kick out of you. I never did get to walk to work in my, my 7-Eleven shirt, though. I never got that. <laughs> I wish I wish you would have taken a picture of you on your seven little 7-Eleven suit. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I missed you. <laughs> so, I was so actually planning on it. I was planning on it, but I never, I was, you know, fired before I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So All right. Well, right. I love you, man. It was great talking to you. Okay, yeah. Hey, Dave, are, uh, Dave, are, you, Dave, are you still on the line? Anybody else on the line? Yes, yes, my brother, I'm here. Okay. I am here, and I am happy. So I'm going to get going as okay. well. So. All right, okay. have a good night. Thank you very much, I sister. God me. bless you. God bless you, my dear sister. Oh, yeah, she has disturbed my spirit tonight. I've got joy, joy, joy unspeakable. How are you tonight, there, brother? Emily's doing pretty good, it sounds like, even after her 7-Eleven experience. So. Yes, yeah, 7-Eleven! Okay, guess, uh, 7-Eleven for Jesus! Go get me a Slurpee, Desert. Go get me a Slurpee. Jesus, hang on for a minute, son. 7-Eleven for Jesus! 7-Eleven for Jesus!
Oh, Keep speed. passing that plate. Keep passing that plate. Don't yeah, you rob, the, God. Uh, King of Thailand. Don't you rob, God. And uh, I think I just saw a little blip over here in uh, um, American media about it. But, uh, yeah, the, the King of Thailand was uh, was was the oldest living and longest living Marna. The Marna King of who? Over there the King of who? The King of the King. Just kind of set up like a... The Parliament, but they also have the uh, the King and Queen, or the King and Queen anyway, in England over there. And uh, the old ways still kind of respected back to the King's ways over there, but they still have the uh, the government. The King still had a lot more power over there. And um, what people don't know about it was the uh, the King of Thailand was probably uh, right up there, one of the richest men in the world. Okay, and um, and uh, the people actually still loved this king. The uh, society over there—that's a society where if you say anything bad about the king in public or Facebook or anything, they still prosecuted you for that over there. People go to jail. Like there's an American that actually put a mustache on a poster of the king, and they busted him. And he got like 15 years in a in a Thai jail. So they, you first get over to a country like that, you, you know, being American, you really don't understand uh, what's going on but uh i mean you, you go to a movie in the, uh, a movie theater and before the movie starts up they uh play the national anthem and they have pictures of the king doing stuff helping the farmers helping this and uh, everybody's going to stand and be silent while that was on then after that after that little minute or two minute thing is over uh, you sit down and you watch the movie um every morning at six o'clock in the morning they uh they play the national anthem and everybody's got to be quiet and show respect to the king. And at six o'clock at night, they do the same thing. You'll be in a park at six o'clock at night and the national anthem will come up.
option is not currently available. Keep us strong and, you know, keep us focused and, you know, with my enemies, what they're doing to my children is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It, it, they, they rob my entire family of the pursuit of happiness. And I'm talking from yeah. grandchildren. Can someone please shut these females down? Shut them up. And they need to be convicted. Shut them up. I want y'all to make me a promise. You know, if I should die today, tomorrow, y'all make sure them people get convicted for the crimes that they committed. I've been convicted in a court of law. They need to be convicted. And keep notes of everything that they do to you, everything, and can just get them convicted. If you're sending a shame for government officials, county officials, city officials, etc., and get away with this kind of stuff. It's ridiculous. And it's only because we ain't fighting right, you know? And that's all it really amounts to. And we had ads on TV, which I used to have, if we had posted. Uh, uh, material in the newspaper, even a small ad, $20, $30, to direct them to my website. You know, it's just as bad as church pastors, and I don't mean to be talking against us, but the reason why the devil has so much power is because he has a better marketing and advertising campaign than that of church pastors. And that goes for us, too, as TIs. Because we are not marketing our concerns and and what we are dealing with on a daily basis because we're not at marketing it and we're not exposing it in a effective manner. That's why we still why we still suffer today. And I kid you not. And I just got you know, that No, I'm serious. Yeah. I had the television show on five days a week, one hour per day for five days a week, for five years. I got sick of paying for it by myself, and here T.I.s are standing on street corners. At you are unmuted. Passing out a flyer on a street corner. And then when I told Oh, so they were doing it good. at the Edward Snowden movie? <laughs> it's about damn time that you unmute me. Who is going to shut these negresses up? I don't want to hear these idiots. Are you kidding me? They're on here praying and lollygagging and talking about a bunch of nonsense. You she-boats, shut your mouth. You shut up. And you get the hell off of my network. I am Todd Morse. I am the king. And I say hell no to you she-boats. Now, hands up. Hands up. Don't shoot and get the fuck out. Get out. Right now, you take your mealy mouth popcorn player, stick it up your ass, and get out of my building. You get out right now. The king, the king, escort these sheepos back to Africa where they belong. Get them out. Let me ask you, you a question. What do you think should What do you think should happen to a telepath? If a human was telepathic, what do you think should happen to them? Do you want to answer the next one? 
I I don't know what you're talking about. I came here to hear more about your ghostly jerking off stories. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear about what do you think should happen to a telepath if they actually... I want to hear about the ghosts. I want to hear about the ghosts. Are you going to talk about the ghosts? Did you hear more voices last night? Huh? Did they come in and get you off again? Are you kidding me? Maybe it's not voices you're hearing. Maybe it's your dog. Yeah, your dog. You think it's a female and it's your dog. My mom? Is that what you're saying? No, I said your dog. But it could be your mom. I don't know. Do you live with your mom? No, my dog doesn't talk like a woman, so I don't think so. Wait a minute. Hold on. How do you know what your dog talks like? Have you spoken to the dog before? Actually, I have, yeah. I've talked to my dog. Are you kidding me? Are you, you kidding don't talk me? To your dog? Are you kidding me? No, I don't talk to my damn dogs. So you don't are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Where are the ghosts? I want to hear about ghosts. Because I see dead people. Please hold on. I need, I need composure. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Are you an atheist? What? Are you an atheist? What did you call me? What did he call me, Dennis? What? You called me a who? A what? A who? A what? Dennis? What did he call me? Are you kidding me? You think that you have rights to talk to me in that tone of voice? Are you kidding me? What did he call me, Dennis? Hold on, Dennis gonna look it up on Google and see what the hell you called me. Look it up, Dennis. What did you call me? What? Wait a minute. I'll be back. He called me a name. Go back and play the audio. He called me a name. What did he say? Does anybody know? Hello? Anybody in the chat room? Oh, well, that doesn't really help. I can't see the chat room. What did he call me? Are you an atheist? Oh, what? What did you call it? Hold on one second. He just said it again. Just, wait a minute. I'm going to put you on speaker post so you can tell Desert. All right. Tell Desert what he said. Listen, Desert. I want to know if you're an atheist. Did you hear that? What the hell? What did you call me? This, this is out. This is... Are you kidding me? You you want my attention? You lost your eyes. He called me a what? What did you call me? Hold on. Please hold. I think he is an atheist, actually.
he thinks it's a joke, but it's actually not a joke to be haunted by evil spirits. It's a real, very, very real phenomenon that a lot of people experience. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. For everyone who was not here last night to hear the words that we all heard out of this man's mouth, I want you, Mr. Host over here, whatever your name is, I want you to clearly tell tonight's participating and listening audience what you revealed to all of us last night here on your program. Can you please can you please remind all of our listeners as to the nonsense we heard from you last night. Didn't you say that some ghostly figure with the voice of a female came into your candy wagon? Hashtag candy wagon. One will, by the way, one will. Right next to pumpkin face. Feed me, Daddy. Feed me. And you said that this ghostly figure had some kind of sexual encounter with you, correct? Yes, that's correct. Now, can you please tell the listening audience tonight, can you please elaborate a little more on your story from last night? I want you all to shut up, shut up, everyone, shut up, shut up, shut up. I want everybody to listen to this, it's like a, to this it's like man. a phone sex conversation, essentially. It's like phone sex, except with the ghost. Phone sex? Say that one more time, please. One more time. It's like phone sex with a ghost. Phone sex with a ghost. With a ghost. Are you kidding me? A ghost. Well, it's actually very common for people to hear voices in the This genre. is not common. Are you kidding me? You well, are admitting to another man with pretty big balls, all right, that you were sexually aroused and completed. In the comfort of your own rollaway bed, by a ghost, by a ghost, a ghost. Well, it could have been a witch. I don't know if it was a witch or a ghost, to be honest. I would have just said a witch, but no, you said a ghost, a ghost. Whoopi Goldberg, Bill fucking blow you. Into Cosby, ghost. He said ghost. A ghost came in his room and got him sexually aroused. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm saying 
it's actually extremely common for uh, people who... This is not common. What the hell are you talking about? This is not common. You need help. You need help. You lost your eyes. You are a psycho. You are crazy. There is nothing common about a man admitting to another big, bald man that ain't ghost. I'm telling you, for for people who hear voices, it's actually very common. Yeah, it's very common for people who take residency in a fucking nut war. It may be common there. By the way, when's the last time you visited your local death war? It's been a long time, actually. No, 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 no. There's no way. You must live in the woods, in some shack. You live catty corner from pumpkin face right next to that other fucking idiot. I forget his name. He's not in port right now. Aren't you from Canada? From Canada? No, I'm American. American? From where? I'm not going to say. You're not going to say, although everybody probably already knows anyway, except for me. Where is he from, chat room? Somebody tell me where. where is he from? I'm going to call your local sheriff's department right now and tell them to load you up, to strap you down. Well, no, I don't want to have you strapped down. You might like that. To load you up in the loony pen. No. You don't believe in ghosts? No, no, no. You don't believe in ghosts? Is that what you're saying? You don't believe in paranormal events? Did I say that? Did I say that? Did you hear those words? You see, you are trying now to put words in President Todd Morris' mouth. You have not heard me say any such thing. It sounds like you're an atheist to me. Now, I am a God-fearing, Bible-thumping man just like all the rest of them. I believe in the good Lord above. All right, we all do. Keep passing that damn collection plate, by the way. Pass it. God damn it. Now, we all believe in Jesus, just like all the rest of them. But you, my friend, you are psychotic. You need help. You need well, a pill. I'm not psychotic just because I believe in ghosts. No, no, no. It's not that you just believe in ghosts. Don't try to water it down now, Mr. Smarty Pants. You believe that a ghost came into your room, in your one bedroom, half flat, one tire candy shack, got you sexually aroused. And did the damn duty. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There's nothing. There's nothing paranormal about that. There's actually a movie based on that concept. No, there's no movie. We watched your little Netflix movie last night. 
There were no ghosts jerking anybody off. That is a lie. You penetration for a man. No, 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 she was not penetrated. You may have wanted her to be penetrated. Maybe you've been the one getting penetrated over there in Canada. We all know they all get screwed in Canada. A guy penetrated, so what she did is she just talked dirty to me, essentially. Gave me an She talked dirty to you. This bitch does not even know you. She, she can to, read my well, mind, so she does know me. She can read your mind. Well, what kinds of dirty things did this ghost say to you? How about that for a question? I think, yeah, yeah this is about to get good. I'm not what kinds of dirty things did she say to you, Mr. Mr. Paranormal over there in Canada? That's private. She doesn't want me to say, actually, so I'm going to keep that. Oh, she doesn't want that is a load of bullshit. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You should be ashamed of yourself. You have some GoFundMe account. I bet you do. You have some GoFundMe account for your gay ghostly sex tales over here on Talk Chew. You should be ashamed of yourself. What kinds of... Dirty things that this ghost say to you. I'm afraid that's private. I'm not going to say. Oh, 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 that's private. That's private. Maybe because all of this crap that you're over here hoopla about happened in your mind, not in reality. This man is afraid. He is afraid, ladies and gentlemen. He claims to be a host. He. He makes all of these assumptions, but he will not. He will not come out and be straightforward and honest with you, our wonderful, hard-working, listening audience. You should be ashamed of yourself, Mr. Ant Farm. I mean, that's that's what they say your name is, right? Ant Farm, Mr. Ant Farm. The double what? Advocate. You got the wrong guy, actually. No, 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 Annie. Now, listen here, Auntie. Now, you know what? I thought that Marty Lidstead, God rest his soul, Pastor Martin Lidstead, I thought he was the biggest nut job here in the history of Talk Shoe, but no, 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 no. Mr. Annie here has Martin Lidstead beat. Big time. Are you kidding me? You say this ghost got you around. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It probably was your mother. Hold on a second. It was your mother. You tell the truth. We want the truth, but you can't handle the truth. Hold on a second, buddy. Listen me out. Now, the TIs exist on TalkShoe. They say that the government is actually beaming forces into their heads and causing them... uh, experiences as well. Isn't that more of a crazy concept of what I'm claiming? Isn't it more no, of a because crazy you concept are, No, because you are a T.I. just like they are. Now, I know, but I'm a T.I. by ghosts. And they're a T.I. according to them by brain hacking technology. So what is more crazy? You! You! 
Because I Why looked at the clip. So you're saying a ghost is more crazy than that? Yes, a ghost who gets you sexually aroused. Are you kidding me? More, they're saying that you're sexually aroused by the government, though, that the government is sexually arousing them. No, I've never heard any such... Yeah, that's what they claim. No, I've never heard any such rhetoric, and I've listened to all of these T.I. personnel here on so Talk to, and I have never heard rape? not one. Not one. So you haven't heard of electronic rape? Look up electronic rape on the Internet and you'll see. No, no, no. No, I have heard of this electronic rape, okay? But it is nothing. It is nothing compared to what you are claiming happened to you the other night here on your wonderful program. What you I'm are saying, saying that, that have, this ghostly figure... What I'm saying is that I basically had phone sex with a ghost. And what you're claiming is that the government is shooting beams into their vagina so that they feel like they're having sex with a secret agent. And you're telling me that I sound more crazy than them? Yes, you do! You do! I, I Mr. Asbar? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's this that, that I read in my chat room? Compliments of chatgrabber.com. Yes, proud sponsor. On the program tonight, chatgrabber.com. Yes, compliments of chatgrabber. I read in my chat room from last night that you made the claim not very long ago here on your program, Mr. Ant Farm, that you were an angel in your former life. Is that, is that what I heard? Is that what I read I correctly? Never... No. That I you were an angel? Never said that. No, I'm not an angel. I'm afraid not. But I said that I was just trolling in my chat room, actually. Just like trolling. I'm trolling you right now. Yeah. No, there is no one trolling me. I am Todd Morris. I can never, ever be trolled. Are you kidding me? Ever. Now, you, Mr. Ant Farm, on the other hand, maybe you were trolled into thinking that you were listening to some female's voice. Which is getting you sexually aroused. Are you kidding me? Really? Sexually aroused by a damn ghost. A ghost. Why is that impossible? Why don't you ask the ghost to enter you, actually? Does the ghost I, have permission I'm to I'm not to asking you? a ghost any goddamn thing. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your eyes? I'm not well, talking to ghost, any goddamn ghost. Is the, if the ghost is just my imagination, then there should be no concern. Why don't you invite the ghost to talk to you? No, I don't want to hear from the damn ghost. I don't want them talking dirty to me. Are you kidding me? Well, you're saying I'm crazy. You're saying it's my imagination. You are crazy. You are crazy. Now, I think you deserve to tell all of our listening audiences, yours and mine, Mr. Ant Farm, what this ghostly voice said to you that got you so wound up? Please, please tell us. Please. I would love to hear. Not really. I'm afraid I can't do that, but I'll be right back. You'll be right back. What? See, he's running now, ladies and gentlemen. He is leaving. I'll be right back.
I know that all of you out there under the sound of my voice right now, you want to hear it just as much as I do. What did this ghost say to this young, dumb, full of cum man that got him so worked up? Are you kidding me? Really? Some ghost came into my robe. Just when you think, as I've been saying all week here on Talk Shoot, just when you think you have heard it all, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard nothing yet. Nothing. Well, welcome back there, Mr. Ant Farm. How are you? Now, can you please inform all of us? I mean, can't you give us something? I mean, anything along the lines of what this ghost said to you? No, I can't do that. You said you heard their voice. They spoke to you like a female, so they had to say something. I'm not going to say. I mean, did they have a high-pitched voice, a low-pitched voice? I mean, it could have been bathtub girl for all we know. I don't know. It sounded like a normal female voice, actually. It sounded like a normal female voice. Not enough information. Not enough information. Come on, Mr. Ant Farm. You are right now being revealed here on TalkShoe to be a big, fumbling liar. <coughs> a liar. Because I think that you are crazy. I think that you made this story up in your mind that some ghost came into your room and got you all worked up. I think you're a liar. Well, she, doesn't, she doesn't want me to say, I'm afraid, so I'm not going to She say. doesn't want you to say what? Did she just walk in the room and tell you that just now? Don't say a word. Not well, one I way. tried to talk about it, but then she said, I don't want you telling. That's what she said. You see, you're 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 making this up as we go along, right, Mr. Ed Farm? Because now, no, now this ghost suddenly visited you very, very recently and told you, I don't want you to tell. Well, if she's there, if she's present... Why don't you end this call right now and go and let her work well, you up I'll, all I'll over again? Talk about what she, I tried to talk about what she said, and she said, I fucking hate you. I don't want you to fucking tell. All right, Mr. Antfarm, how many times is your story going to change here? All right, that changed, what, two, three? I'm counting. I'm taking notes here. So now she walks into the room here very recently. It says, I fucking hate you. Don't tell a soul. Yeah, literally. Don't tell a soul. What else did she say to you? If you can tell us that much, you can at least share with your listening audience who spends their time supporting. It's graphic. I don't want to say. It's graphic. I mean, everything else you say here on your podcast is pretty graphic. You kidding me? You were an angel in your former life. 
some ghost came in my room and jerked me off. That's not graphic. I mean, come on there, Mr. Ant Farm. Enlighten us. Teach us. Arouse us. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm trying. I'm trying to be professional here, all right? Well, just so you know, you may have a ghost inside you. How do you know that? There is no ghost here. No, there is no ghost. No, no. don't try to pry all this off on Todd Morse, okay? I have not seen any ghosts. In fact, I'm I'm such such a sexy and very, very wanted man. By so many lovely women. I don't have to imagine these ghosts coming into my room and arousing me. I can have my pick at any woman I want to come and arouse me. I don't need a ghost. I think you might have a ghost. No, no, there are no ghosts. All right, the only ghost I know is hashtag true capitalist radio. Shouts out to you, ghost. Yes, shout out. That's the only ghost I know, all right? That's the only ghost I'm recognizing around here. Yeah, yeah, I said it. True Catholic, hashtag, True Catholic Radio. You know, I'm your host, the man they call Ghost. You all know, you all know this man. But now, this, this female ghost that you're talking about, I have no idea who this woman is. As I said, I seem to think that it's a bathtub girl. She just wraps her big ass up in a white sheet. And did I retire when I had the chance? Why? Why? Now, back to you, Mr. Ant Farm. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think anybody here listening to your program gets you. All right? You, you make these major claims here on your program, then when you're asked to back them up, you're giving me, you're giving your your audience the runaround instead of giving us the facts. I demand I facts. To, I think you're just trying to embarrass my ghost. That's what I think you're trying to do. Try to embarrass your ghost? She's already yeah. embarrassed. She must be the most humiliated woman on the face of the planet. She got you aroused, of all people. She should be ashamed. 
Burn her bald ass at the stake. Burn her at the stake. Burn the witch. Do it well, now. Well, if you're saying she's unreal, I think you should invite her in, into you, buddy. No, no. I am not inviting any of these photo-shitty yeah. women of yours. <laughs> Well, you're saying she's unreal, so why don't you say, enter me, essentially. If if you do exist, say, enter me. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, okay, all right, we're getting somewhere now. He's teaching us, ladies and gentlemen. So for all of you lonely men out there who are listening right now to this program, you want this ghostly woman herself to come waltzing into your room to arouse you in ways that you have never been aroused before. All you have to say are the words, what? I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, this is not going to work with everyone, just you. I want you to say, for you, for her to enter you, invite her inside you. Invite? No, no, I'm not inviting anything inside of me. I go inside of them, all right? We're not well, doing that. I'm she, not taking anything up the she, goddamn booty. All right? You're saying she doesn't exist, though. So she doesn't. What is the concern? What is the worry? She doesn't. Right, if, she, if she doesn't exist, let's She's see. She's an idiot. What lover your confidence is. How confident are you? Just invite her inside you. No. I'm not inviting anybody inside of me. All right? If she wants to see Todd Morris, then she can bend her happy ass over, and I will show her what's up. All right? I'm not inviting any bitch inside of my house. All right? Because I ain't taking care of nobody's kids. Don't make Tyrone come out up in here. I ain't taking care of nobody's kids. I ain't help. I ain't about to raise them. I ain't fucking around with no badass, badass kids. I ain't doing it. Then you believe she's real or something? You believe she's real? No. No, I don't. I believe that you lied. That you have lied to me. Why don't you back that up, essentially? Back that up and invite her inside you. No. No, I refuse. All right, now, maybe there's someone else out there listening. You want to visit from this ghostly woman. All right, you want to invite her inside of you. But not me. All right, I don't want to see this bitch. I ain't taking care of her motherfucking kids, whoever she is. I know that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to pawn this bitch off on me because you don't want to pay no child support. I ain't invite her. I ain't crazy. That bitch can't come up over here. I ain't paying no motherfucking bills for her to come lay up big ass up over here with no motherfucking kids. Now you let her stay over there with you in the candy shack. She is not allowed. I am not inviting this ghostly woman who's really bad, tough girl. I'm not doing it. Well, I think you wouldn't like her, actually. Why don't you invite her inside you and see how it works out? No, no, no. How do you know what I like? Are you kidding me, Mr. Asfar? <laughs> how do you know what I like? No, I don't I don't want to visit this woman. 
want that. I don't want your sloppy leftovers. Are you kidding me? She's probably not all that good at what she does anyway. I mean, look, you're here on top of you. All right? If she was good at what she did, you'd be laying up in your rollaway bed right now just waiting for her to walk in and get you worked out. You are now joining the call. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk anymore. Men are programmed by society to submit to their wife for their yeah <laughs> it sound right well it isn't right and you know it doesn't sound right but that's what they do you are muted because you yeah. love her oh uh, well, he just muted me obey him and then do what the right thing he's mad ladies and gentlemen a lot a lot of men know one thing if they do tell her there's the door he's got to pay alimony and child support Who's this fucking hoot nanny redneck? Are you kidding me? Let me read a passage here in First Corinthians. See, now what you're talking about there is um, qualitative authority. Uh, excuse me, quantitative. It has to do with hierarchy. Okay, but now we're going to talk about a qualitative matter that you don't hear people talk about. So it says in First Corinthians uh, eleven seven. A man ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and glory of God, but woman is the glory of man. What? Now, does that say they're equal? Now, what is this talking about? Are you kidding me? We went from talking about this ghostly jerk off the counter, and now we're here at Bible study? Bible study? Really? Bible study? It says right in Adam, Adam's the son of God. What about Eve? Yeah. She didn't have an earthly father or mother, so she's she's superior. So I I think that all men and women are just simply a reflection of Adam and Eve. Yeah. You know, just a second. Watch what it says next. It says, um, for man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman. But woman for man. In other words, he's saying woman was created for man. Now, how many people can you convince of this? But anymore? created for man for what? To be a helpmate? No, to be a uh, uh, to have babies and, well, yeah. and to give him sex and everything without any kind of hassle. Take care of the man without any gripe or Wait, anything to give else. Helpmate today means to they're going to get a sex. job. That's what God made the woman and, for, and to give me sex. And flirt with other men and dress, pro, you know, uh, really. Uh, Are you kidding me? I'm going to blow everybody's mind. We're at the local cowboy church uh, for Bible study, ladies and gentlemen. For Western culture, and there's a simple reason why. It's because God is sending less female souls here to incarnate. He's never done this before, and he's doing that to protect people in this evil society. Yeah. Let me tell you something. A typical setting in a patriarchal family, like Abraham's or something like that, you got like seven women there, the patriarch comes in. Those women cannot even speak out of place. They have to wait to speak. The first wife has the greatest privileges. Maybe she can speak. They can't even speak out of place. Yeah. They have to wait till he nods his head. Yeah. Go process that. 
And, and the first thing people say, well, thank God we don't have a culture like that today. You want to – this culture is not working. This culture is a failure, and this culture yeah. is a cult. But that we, we like it just like we like the money system. We like our slavery, you see. Yeah. People like things done the wrong way. They don't have any knowledge, but intuitionally they know something's wrong. They don't know what it is because they don't have knowledge, so they complain all the time. But they still love the system, even though they bitch a lot. Yeah. They bitch, 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 but they yeah. still love it. Well, you know, in the, in the Bible it says that um, if a woman a woman would be saved in childbirth, that she, you know. Right, I talk that, about that passage a lot. Well, that what, what people say it, believes, it says is not what it says. What it is saying is that a woman's honor, a woman's integrity, a woman's character, who she was for God, that that will be that reflection of her will be saved through her children because of her children's uh, uh, you know life life showing forth life and living for God. She'll be saved. Her memory will be saved. Okay, you're talking about the passage where it says a woman will be saved through childbearing. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the way I interpret that is that a man and a woman has a function. It's distinct from each other. Right. Uh, it's almost like an opposite, the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. And the woman's primary function, apart from the husband, is to take care of the home and raise children. Okay? Yeah. And God is saying that if you do your assigned role, you'll be saved. If you start to go outside of that, start doing your own thing like we do today, you're not going to be saved. Because you're outside of the will of God. Well, this is kind of scary because this, look around at these people. Now, well, well, look they're what chasing happened. after the dollar, just like we said, and they have huh. to get out there in the workplace because they cannot downsize. Now, there's a lot of pressure on families. They can't even survive. So you've got to give them a break, you know. But, I mean, things are getting worse and worse and worse. Some people, are, women are doing this. Uh, in a family, just to survive. But um, first they need to downsize and see if they can make this work. They don't even try to do that. They just go, we need to have more money. Well, if, if a man tells a woman, no, I don't want you to work, we'll just have less. But he, he's got he's to gotta live it. I mean, he boy, he's going to go through it. But the thing about it is, and her going to work, she's got to rent a babysitter or, you know, whatever right. they, those places they take them to. They get the gas and everything, and they are paying more in taxes in the end, and they're not making any extra money, not anything that amounts to nothing. Yeah, I know. Um, the, the, woman, the woman just does not want to be a wife and a mother anymore. It, that's, it, the reason why they, that, that's the reason why they want to get rid of them to school as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. And they say it. Oh, I'll be glad when I put them in this, when they're, Three years old, and I can put them in this, and I can get a few hours break, and then go to school, and I can get eight hours break. I, I can have time for myself. It, it, you know, men don't get time for their self. They have to provide. They they have to do. They have no choice. Women think they that that for some reason that they are to be able to have all of this for themselves. They don't think about the children. That you, you, you don't hear them say, I want this, you know, for my children. I'm going to be a mother. I'm going to be home and with my children to be a mother. I want this for my children to have a mother. I want to be, um, when my husband walks to that door, I'm going to have his food ready. I, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, 
uh, encourage him, and I, I want to, uh, you know, keep him sexually satisfied. Now, this is the kind of Bible study I like. Preach on, brother. Preach on. You know, they don't they don't want that anymore. It's always what they what they want for themselves, and their family has nothing to do with it. Well, those are natural desires. With the things that you mentioned earlier, that women have had all through history, and they've been uh, they've been stripped of these things through social engineering. Yeah. You know, the only time that women have that is when they're real small and they got that little baby doll. And they feed that baby doll and they change its clothes and they sleep with it. And and they're that baby doll's little mama. When they grow up, they don't want to be a mom. They want to give birth because they get attention for it. And they got an excuse to have, to have such a, a, a strenuous life. <laughs> Well, what you're talking about is adolescents that are not growing up. So yeah. people are becoming increasingly selfish through devolution, and that's what you have as adult children today uh, who have selfish desires. They don't, they don't yeah. have natural desire to please their husband or care for their own children. Yeah. So I was going to say earlier, in Hebrew culture, the closest thing you're going to have to like a surrogate mother, you just give your children over to someone else. I'm not talking about you know the people with wealth, okay? Mm-hmm. The people below the wealthy like the Herod class or something like that, mm-hmm. the closest she would get to a surrogate mother, and there's nothing wrong with this, is the grandparent. But we're not talking about that. Today, we just turn our children over uh, to, to people we don't... These people oh, are so simple. To. They don't understand that a lot of these, you know, these these nurseries and stuff out there, they're run by Satanists. And look how sick their kids people. are. And look how sick their kids are all the time, having to go and to the doctor. curses on these kids, and so uh, then... Uh, Oh my God! This is so horrible. But yeah, they, they their kids their kids have to take antibiotics. They're sick all the time. Going to those nurseries, going to the public schools. Oh, how can a Christian send their kids to public school knowing that that public school is one hundred percent total satanic? Well, that's what I was going to say. The next thing I was going to say. Yeah, they, they, I don't I don't understand that. There's no evidence in Hebrew culture that you turn your children over to unbelievers to be instructed daily for eight hours. Yeah. It's just insane. It, but that's, this is all normal today because the yeah. pastors, here we go, the yeah. pastors prove this, don't they? Yeah. Do the we, pastor, but what do the pastors say yeah. about the importance of homeschooling, Charles? What do oh, they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that was, that, was the, that was it. See how they support the system? Yeah. They and, support uh, the medical system? Oh, yeah. They support the political system. They support all the wars, don't they? And, and, and the military. The, and they don't tell the people that they turn them into the government every year. They 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 keep your name, you know, on their roster. Every time you you give to the church, they put how much you give. They they keep record of your attendance in church every Sunday, and they turn that over every year. They have to turn that over to the IRS. So you tell me what that is that they are that they are giving personal information for the government to to gather. You are unmuted. Now that's the way the system's set up. Yeah, and do you think the pastors there? Because you don't have to have a a five hundred one dash c three. You don't have to be a nonprofit. 
and it, underneath the Constitution, a church is already protected under the Constitution. Preach on, brother. Preach when on. You start one. It is automatic that you have the right not to have to submit to any. When they submit to that government, there is no separation of the state and the church. Did you know that the 501c3 church is a nonprofit organization? They don't have any profits from God. Yeah. Well, did you know people never read that document? I tell people, I've been telling them for years, read that document. See what your pastor has agreed to that is totally not biblical. It is against, it's antichrist. Just, just take, it's just like when people get married in this country. Just ask anybody who's got married, did you read the back of your marriage contract you signed? No. They don't read it. Read it. Read it. Go up there and ask that clerk. I need Mr. Antfar, don't, don't you agree with this, Mr. Antfar? Everything these two wonderful men are saying. Well, they're, they're contracts with the government. They have nothing to do with you and your spouse. You become the property of the state. Everything you own is property of the state. Your children are the property of yes, the state if you have any. And it states that on that marriage contract. They come out and tell you. Yeah, but people never read it. But, and they don't care anyway. So, you know, that's the thing. People just don't care anymore. They, they just want to just want to do this. Cause, and, and pastors are ruining people. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Redneck Bible Study. Right here live on Talk Sheep. Praise Jesus. First of all, you pay attention, and you figure out what's going on. And then you say, I don't care. These people, they're not even paying attention. Yeah. They're too distracted to focus. Well, I homeschooled all my kids. We had our kids at home. That's a lot of work. Yeah, uh, kids at home. Everything. Oh, my we, God, we those stayed, poor damn kids. I can imagine them now. Of a bunch of rambling, mumbling, uh, mumbling just like Danny. Yeehaw! You know, I mean, the, the great majority of people listen to this podcast do that. Like, we have a lot of homeschoolers, too. I mean, you know, you got to look at what you're doing here. I mean, this is people say, "Well, I'm trying to do things the right way and follow Jesus." Well, where is um, turning your children over the secular state to be educated? Yeah. Where's that in the Bible? And then, and then these, these children grow up, they get to be like um, 13, and then they go, "What happened to my child? He was raised in a Christian home." Uh, Hello. Yeah. He wasn't right. He was gone eight eight hours a day. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I smell bathtub girl. I I smell her crusty, well-swick ass. She's somewhere around here. I can smell that bench. There's benefits in that, Charles. There's benefits in that, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm saying it's it's, a lot of it is bad. They got an agenda. Yeah. It's just a thing where, you know, people... But even the men are they 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 got to have for their self because they can't have anything for themselves. They they never have anything. You know, women are dream killers. A man ought to build his business, do everything he wants to do in his life. That's why they never succeed. Bart me, ladies and gentlemen, dead They're over here about to kill us and, with and this clay pepper spray. And that I didn't mean that I literally smelled her. And then she starts walking. She gave me. 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 She gave me
You don't need to put so much effort into each other. You need to blah, 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 blah. You know and he never can do anything. For five hours yesterday, and he was talking about these issues with his wife, and this is exactly what he's talking about. Pay more attention to me. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, actually, he was talking to me. Yes, great, or glad A, whatever you want to call it. Proud sponsor of tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Most American males, they don't understand the value of having a quality friend. The women are much more sociable. They don't lose their high school friends as quickly, and they gain more friends. And a lot of times you have a marriage, the guy doesn't have a single close friend. Uh, The women may have three, four, five, and she's on the phone, he's watching television. What you need to tell your wife is say, look it, can I please have a friend? Talk to her and say, today, males have a problem not having a friend. Can I please have a friend? That's how you shut this stuff down. What's she going to do, say no, pay attention to me? This yeah. is selfish behavior. You see that? They will do that. Yeah. They, because, well, what, I'm not good enough for you? <laughs> what, do you want to talk to talk, talk about me to your friends? I've run into problems with people, uh, big problems, big problems. And uh, they have a wife who wants them to have dinner and a movie every single night until they go into a coffin. Sit there on Netflix. This is what we're going to do. Sit by my side. Yeah. Now, they're kind of needy, right? <laughs> you yeah. can't do your own thing. You can't talk to people on Skype. No, you got to be with me. Sit here with me. Or I'm going to pout and throw a fit. But I want my Facebook. <laughs> But they got to have their time Facebook and everything. But then you got men who cow down to this mm-hmm. behavior. Because now what the women, they're going to surprise you. Now, this is going all, all across America. I've talked about it before. Yeah. They don't talk about behind the pulpit. There are pastors who have, but they're withholding sex in the bedroom. Yeah. This is how they manipulate the men. And then, no, uh-huh. Don't talk about that. Well, I just did. Too late for that. Because yeah, somebody needs to talk about it. That's how they manipulate the men behind the scenes. And going the along. Bible plainly states the woman is not to withhold sex from her husband. It's a sin. And, but, but see, they they, talks about they, they they make it where he doesn't want to have to ask. And, and they, because he knows if he asks, it's going to be, oh, okay, whatever, just hurry up. A lot of people don't <laughs> understand how important this is. The reason yeah. this is important is because... Um, Especially when you're younger, when you have a strong sexual drive. Yeah. Um, if you don't keep. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! If your woman is, you can set them up. If your woman, when it comes to sex, well, is telling you, say, that's the you know, now, hurry it up. Crisis. Because it's only right. Life, they haven't been life crisis. I most of my women during sex are screaming, "Oh my God! It's gonna kill me! Please! Oh my God! Stop! Please! That are having a midlife crisis. That's interesting. All right, if your woman. Just telling you, oh, hurry it up, I think they're you know, please. Yeah, they get to the so point. So disgusting. Uh, you know, that's where they are. All and, right, and if all the kind of words you're hearing during your passionate lovemaking time. attitude if a man gets a terminal illness. you need some therapy. Because she doesn't therapy. know that something bad. Or a penis pump. Uh, but, boy, she can't One of the two. Because that means... She yeah, I said penis pump. Hashtag penis pump. And even married women today, they, uh, you know, they're just like single women. That that marriage contract, that ring. I guess Mr. Hansard can't talk right now no. because he's tied up uh, with his ghostly uh, figure. You know, we're the melting. Yeah, she's gonna get him riled up. Uh, Hurry it up. 
different groups. They all had their own lands to live in. They were separate. Even in a lot of your countries today, it's the same way. Uh, Look at Charles, I want to show that you you had segregation all through world history until the early 1960s in America, all through world history. And and you've been programmed by social engineering that you think this is wrong. Look, this is a recent phenomenon, folks. Well, over in India, they've got it. Over in China, they've got it. And now Uh, we're we're starting to see that all this non-segregation, it's not working. Look at all the fighting right. we have here right. going on. See? Well, now, what did God do? He, yeah. he created people, and he put them in different geographical areas of the world, and it stayed that way for a long, 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 long yeah. time, century after century, millennium after millennium. And now we don't long, 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 long. You know, Diversity, Charles. I have came to the conclusion that these men of top shoe need some coaching. They need be with the white man, you know, and get a better education. What are they hollering now with they want segregation? Because everybody knows that you you have to be with your own because yeah. you, you understand your own. It's a genetical thing. It's genetics. Yeah, they don't understand the genetics. We talked about it before. And, and everything. And in, in some some society, some culture, some, some races can live uh, amongst the others can't. What we're talking about is there's a relationship, it's very mysterious, and it's very esoteric between uh, DNA and spirit. Mm-hmm. And people go, what? I've never heard of that. Well, <laughs> there is. So yeah. That's why you have these reprobate bloodlines that we talked about before. Yeah, and it's just a, a thing. But now, uh, you know, the, we see, we're seeing where people want to be segregated from whites now. And they're hollering yeah. about it. And so people start to see the results of all this mess. Yeah, it's yeah. and it, it, it's not working for them. And, uh, but, you know, it, it just, it's just something else, man, that, that you know, people, you know, it, it's funny how you go to the, the, to the uh, these Christian churches and they don't abide by anything in the Bible. <laughs> it's, no. I've talked about that. Not uh, Charles, I've actually said you can go to a conservative Christian church and try to find one correct biblical practice. I'm talking about church practice. Mm-hmm. One thing, everything is wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing. This would shock people. Because, see, the foundation of every religion is obviously religious practice. Yeah. Well, this must be a false religion, then, if you can't get anything right. Yeah. No, I've actually said, that. I've actually said, Charles, in old <clears throat> mm-hmm. traditional uh, churches like Episcopalian, Catholic, Eastern Church, mm-hmm. they will do certain things. They're so ancient, they haven't changed them. Like, for instance, Paul says to get up and read the scriptures. Yeah. So they will do that, in like an Episcopalian church, but they don't. That's no. all they do. They don't. They don't exegete scripture. Yeah. But the um, the um, the conservative Protestant churches, they won't even read. Yeah. Have a, you know, what did Jesus do? He got up in the synagogue and read. <clears throat> that was part of their, um, you know, the local service. He read out of the great Isaiah scroll, Isaiah mm-hmm. 61. He was participating in the service. Can you right. please do that? Oh, we can't do that. Yeah. Well, it's getting now where you can't offend anybody in church. But oh, That's absolutely right. The churches you know. are politically correct. Well, well, I, t- I tell people all the time and have for I don't know how many years um, that that. What destroys 
has destroyed this country, and at that time, what was destroying this country was back in the seventies. Is all right. All this, all this Jesus talk. Organization. It's making me nauseous. The reason it, one of the reasons. All right. I'm getting nauseous. these churches, they're already programmed to put correct. So the, the the pastor has a huge job on his hands. He has to um to change all this, and he simply doesn't do it. So there you go. Well, they shouldn't have never let it get started. Yeah. See, they allowed it to get started because they wanted to grow bigger churches. Yep. So much church growth. Where well, the hell is Ed Farm? Ed Farm? That means. I know you can hear me. That is somebody, you know. You stop all this Jesus talk. And, and, and all of that and this. And, and it, Tell your ghostly prostitutes to put a can on it. They have literally put a can on it. this country. We're standing right at the brink of the cliff, and all we need is a gentle push, and yeah. uh, we're done. Just a gentle push now. That's how close we are. Yeah. We don't even need a swift, swift kick in the arse. No, man. It's 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 really it's really it's really sad. Just look at the kids. That you know, when they start growing up, man, just just look at what what all they they get into. These kids and, are dark. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's because of the parents, and it goes right back. We used to be a Christian nation, and now even the Christian pastors are, are mad about us, the idea that we have the audacity to say that we're a Christian country, and when, when uh, all religions should be able to come over here and, and mix together and get along together, and my kids married their kids that don't believe nothing about Christianity. And, uh, I mean, you, you, you know, we, we, you, this is apostasy right out over, I mean, it's it's full-blown apostasy. This country, the Christian churches, is is uh, just full-blown apostasy. It's just mediocre pablum. Yeah. And we have these pe- people praising the pastor. Oh, that was a deep word, brother. Yeah. You never even heard a deep word, brother. Well, you know, there's a lot of men that only go to church because they don't want to have to hear, hear their wife bitch. And, and men, and I've talked to men, I said, why don't you quit smoking? Oh, my wife. She, uh, <laughs> and, or my, I go to church, my pastor, they don't believe in it. I said, so you didn't quit because you really wanted to. You didn't think nothing was wrong with it. You quit because of pressure from other people to quit. See, men won't stand up for themselves. You know what a big difference between the ancient women and the modern women? Uh, the modern women are naggers. Mm-hmm. The um, ancient women, they had to get permission to nag. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did he say our secret word well, of the know, day? They did have permission to Oh, yeah. And the higher up they were, the more power they had, the more they could nag their husband and influence him. Yeah, but the husband could stand up and say, okay, that's enough. Let's quit it. He had authority over the one. Shut yeah. your mouth. They, and they, they, they knew how to do that. Now they got people that don't like me. They said, that's enough. I've had them. Yeah. Well, there's this stuff of, well, women back then, even the preachers, and I've stood up in church and when he made comment, you women ought to be glad. Back in the, uh, the Old Testament, women were second-class citizens, and I've stood up and said, you're telling a lie. Women were not second-class citizens. They were really protected. They got everything handed to them on a silver platter. They were taken care of. 
and they try to make it sound like Jacob and Abraham and all them just beat their wives just unmercifully and and everything. I take it that the redneck here hasn't had much lust with women. And I've told them, man, that is nothing but a purity lie. That is a lie. You know, and, and a lie. Let me tell you, women have always had it good in the, uh, in the you know, well, even though I just say Christianity, you take with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Noah, all the, they, they, they had laws that protected the women. The women that wasn't, uh, had, didn't have to be accountable. Their husbands were accountable. Women had it good. But women had to work at home too and raise the kids. But when the when the boys got up a certain age, they went with their daddy. Then their daddy took them at a certain age and raised them. Yeah. See? Their daddy. And we, we, their daddy stuff, took man. them. It's just, it's, it's just plumb. It's yes, just, he it's did. Crazy. It's stupid. And for preachers to stand up and and talk about the patriarch. Uh, patriarchal uh, fathers in the Old Testament were 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 just uh, womanizers. They, you know, they they didn't care far, about their wives. They beat far, them. They, I they demand that you stop with your ghostly prostituting jerk off session and get like back your shout right out. I mean, it just yes. Kind of hashtag ghostly prostitute jerk off session. I'm googling something. Let me ask you a question. Now, you may disagree with me, okay? I'm not talking about apostolic law. I'm talking about yeah. the law of Moses. Yeah. Do you believe that that the woman was the property of the man, according to the law of Moses? What do you believe? <clears throat> the woman was the property of yes, the man? Yes, yes, I exactly. believe it, brother. I believe that the woman is the property of the man. You better do what I say, bitch. That's the reason why the man. You get there, you run my okay, bath water, man, you took uh, me my man, supper right now. You barbed scum. I killed a man's sheep. He had to pay him that sheep plus. And so the same thing with the woman. If his wife did something wrong, he had to pay for her wrongdoing. She didn't pay for it. He did. And if you look through history, there were there were nah, times nah, that men nah, don't make me pull. I tell her. I tell her. I'm this motherfucker. He'll tell you. I tell her. Tell your ass. She wanna go. She go. Anime wanna go. Eat the cake. Anime. Anime wanna go. She go. But the man stay home. My little blood on that thing. Wife, I have to be there and watch. Anime, I told you, I quit that non-comic anime. I quit that non-comic anime. Yeah, man. I ain't only you know, crack no more anime. They don't study. These Christians out here don't know the first thing about God. They don't know the first thing about the Bible. Nothing. Let me tell you, when a woman goes to church and her boobs is, is hanging almost completely out of her blouse and her skirts, or if she bends over, you can see her high. Oh, yeah. Oh, those, those kinky church women. Uh, let me Just titties hanging out. Uh, titties. Call it what it is. It's titties. Titties. The home of their father. Titties. That's what I call a good hallelujah time. Let those titties hang. Let those titties hang. 
they yeah. were not allowed to talk to strangers. I mean, the Bible they does say, "Come as you are." Right. Blow your mind, people. <clears throat> a woman had to stay in the outer court in the temple. Nah, 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 ain't no woman got to stay in no outer court. She come up in my court, and she look good. I mean, here's the good news. We're not under the... The bathtub girl, big, fat, gross ass. But you can prove that that you're rich. Keep her out in the outer court. Way out in the outter court. On the out of the outer court. Keep her ass fat. Hashtag, keep her ass fat. You had people that were still keeping the law of Moses. You'll see these in the, they, they, where they made the big um, decision there about the church, the so-called Gentiles in Acts 15. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do they have to keep the law of Moses? No. But what about the other group that the Bible calls the Jews? They were clearly keeping the law of Moses. And uh, does it say that they're not supposed to do this anymore? No, they kept right on doing it. That's why it says, I've said over and over in Romans 3.1, what value is there then in being a Jew? And Paul says, much in every way. Well, not every Are you kidding me? If he quotes one more goddamn scripture, so I'm going to pop. Different groups of Christians in the I'm telling you, if he quotes one more scripture, it's over. It's all over. The 12 tribes in the diaspora, and the same thing is true with the book of Hebrews. Now, the rest of these books, mostly are from Paul, they're written to what we call today a Gentile, but what these Gentiles were. They were, they're actually, most of them were Israelite believers. They had wandered away from the, the faith of their fathers, and the apostles went after them as the first priority to get them back. And this is what Paul is calling a Gentile. He discouraged them yeah. from keeping the law of Moses. This is why he spoke about it, mostly in a negative manner. But it was permissible to convert through circumcision. That's what circumcision was all about. It doesn't even even tell you how a woman is supposed to convert in the Old Testament. Where does it tell you how a woman is going to be saved in the Old Testament? Did you know another thing about women? Nothing. Nothing. Another thing about women is, uh, uh, well, to answer your question, if you read the Scriptures, you'll find out if the man served God, then his wife was automatically uh, saved, we call it saved. Uh, It's what... He what he did in back in the Old Testament times, because he was he was her um, he was her covering. He was he right. was answerable for her, so he dead. had to pray for her forgiveness. He had to do everything for her sins and everything. He was responsible for that. Uh, when you read in the New Testament, you find out that you you know between the the, the uh, a, a Christian, the children were born holy. They, their children are all Amen, important. brother, what amen. What? Somebody shut the nigger up and let the redneck teach of, us the Bible. They, they hear a the uh, Bible. Uh, discussion of uh, yeah. baptism, which usually has to do with Calvinists, because Calvinists are going to make a relationship between circumcision, and they're going to try to say infant baptism is yeah. true, and they yeah, have one argument. please shut up Uncle Tom over here. Tell Uncle Tom to shut his trap. You filthy, disgusting, bottle-fitty trash bag there. I want to hear the redneck teach us the Bible. Everybody say it. Bible. Say it. Say it again. The first thing.
time women say it one more time. Five up. Life is their hair. Now, the reason why the women's hair was her glory, did you know that angels were attracted to women with with their hair long like that underneath that custom? The teaching is, and it goes back, that angels were attracted to them because of that. Well, there is an issue with women's hair and angels, and Paul talks about that. <laughs> yeah, and so... But the first thing, if you'll notice, is, is, is a small girl growing up and even going through life, women hate their hair. They've got to get it. Cause they got to, they've got to somehow or another make it look like some kind of mutation or cut it all off. Uh, and they gripe about how they hate their hair because they have to tend to it. That's well, the, you will see once women start piling the weight on when they get in middle age, it's amazing how many women cut their hair short and mm-hmm. leave it that way for the rest of their life. Yeah, According well, to Scripture, that's the sign. It's amazing how like many women's age. hair falls out. Uh, Them bitches ain't got I mean, no I, hair. They're I bald. They shave their head and they're real big. And they shave their head and they look like pinheads. You know? <laughs> we need to do a show where we say nothing <clears throat> things about men. Don't give women a break. Uh, people are their program is going to kick in. Yeah, big men who shave yeah, their heads. I, I, like I get all up in dicks. the face of men. Yeah, yeah I said it. Hashtag dicks. Big men, if you're a big man, you shave your head. Congratulations, you look like a more responsible like a dick. They do not have the same level of responsibility. The man, Adam, was more responsible than Eve, and everybody else the same. Mm-hmm. And the blame I'm going to place not at the, at the feet of the woman. I'm going to place the, the blame <clears throat> at the foot of the man. I already did it because they're not doing what they're supposed yeah, to. Do. So right. the women are, are left to fill in the spaces there. Right. You know, so the Bible says, like, like a mother is, so is her daughter. I've also said on the show that men are greater sinners. But guess what, Charles? They're also greater saints. Now, the secret for this, people yeah. go, what? Yes. Now, they lied to you about heaven. Everybody in heaven is on a different level. Nobody is equal. It's all based on one thing, merit, good works, which don't save you. Uh, but this is how you obtain. Jesus talked about somebody who was least in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And there was a discussion among his disciples among who was the greatest. Well, guess what, folks? Everybody else is in between. Now, the, the thing is, you don't like to hear this, but the will of a man according to created order, is stronger than a woman. This is why God always places them in, in, in authority, except for historical anomalies like uh, Miriam, who was one of the three people who led Israel in the wilderness. Now, if you don't believe that, just go to the book of Micah. It says God led Israel through Moses, <coughs> Aaron, and Miriam. Right in your Bible, another historically... Anomaly is different. Right, that's fucking it. He's okay. quoted enough uh, scripture that, for the night. Um, see very clearly. You hang up on this crap. Uh, a great philosopher. You hang up on it now. Supposedly, uh, now. of Alexandria. We can't even prove she's a historical figure. There's never been uh, a significant female theologian. The best one they've ever come up with is these uh, feminist theologians. Yeah. They're not even Christians. And so anyway... Because the, the will of the man is stronger, he has more potential for evil or good. Now, the women are in between, okay? So in the kingdom of heaven, 
the men at the very are at the very top, and in hell, uh, they're 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 the worst people in hell that are being punished. So they're the greatest sinners, the greatest saints, because they have a more powerful will. It says, what do you do with your will? Mm-hmm. Look at all these evil men. Everybody knows this. Somebody going to wake up at far. Compassionate nature. Uh, at far. Because see, all the programming is to make women at like him. far. You know, they just had, um, I think it's called Cover Girl. I, I could be wrong. I think that magazine is still going. It's back in the 60s. They just had a cover boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, this society is a complete and utter sham. It's a mockery yeah. of everything God well, I remember when the cross your heart brought the first advertisement on TV for it. Remember that? <laughs> and men had a fit. Husbands had a fit everywhere. And then go along with all that kind of stuff. Well, come to find out, though, the the person who was doing that first commercial of the, of the cross your heart bra, the bra was worn by a man. Now, men pitched the fit and everything, and it was a man wearing it, not a woman. Okay, what we used to have, we used to have God, God's laws that came down from high, and God said, this is a society from me, it's a theocracy, and this is where things are done my way. We abandoned that, okay? Now we're paying the consequences. God is illustrating something. And now we have a society where things are done the devil's way. Now ask yourself this question. How is this working for you? <laughs> yeah. All this equality stuff? Yeah. You don't have any leaders in the home, you see. Yeah. So men are always trying to appease their wife. See that? You're always- yeah. Well, men used to talk about the Bible at home. They used to make sure prayer was said at the, at the table. Uh, yeah. they, they, they made sure there was only godly entertainment. Uh, men would take yes. time Preach out, children Preach out. in a godly way. Don't have that anymore. <clears throat> They did. Do we want to talk about the golden vagina? I don't know if we want to talk about it, but that's what they were. Uh, go ahead. That's go what they're enslaved to. Go ahead. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, it's Otto. Otto, okay. I'm on breaker right now. All right. Yeah, I I, go ahead. What's that? No, um, I, I like the conversation. How you doing, Pastor Charles? It's nice to uh, hear your voice again. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Otto? Um, oh, no, no, we've got another idiot. And, uh, just another idiot joining the Bible study cast. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. Um, well, actually, I agree with all because you guys are right on, right on target. It's just my, my only thing is um, I'm learning a lot of this stuff after the fact. Like, I got married in 2010, and, uh, you know, I'm, I didn't really start waking up until probably 2013 on a lot of stuff. And uh, so I'm just like, Wonder what do I do after the fact? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! It took this fucking idiot two years. Took me like six years. Three years. To wake up! Like probably a quarter of the way of what you guys are talking about tonight. Three fucking years. I just wanted maybe some advice. I just wanted to chime in real quick while I'm on break, and then um I I can listen to you guys for the rest of my you know the the two hours. Shut shut this idiot up! Your break is over, you idiot. You have to have a lot of integrity today for a woman to respect you. Nowhere in the Bible does it say for men to respect their wife. It says to love your wife, care for her, nurture her. Um, because of this rift between men and women. Yes, preach on, brother. Preach on. a problem respecting their husband. If you want her to respect you, you have to live that, that life and walk that walk and gain uh, her respect. Most 
men are not doing this. And this is what you got to be a leader. And everybody has deprogramming. You're not going to be able to deprogram people. You're, there's when you get into a marriage, okay, you've got automatic problems because you're dealing with somebody who's already been programmed. Yeah. There's very few families out there that are, you know, Christian family that's raising uh, sons and daughters properly. So. You're, you have to be aware you're going to be confronted with problems, and you, it's going to take you years, if you even know what you're doing, and you have integrity, to gain her respect, to bring about change. And what you want to do, you want to do it almost as if they don't even notice. You've got to cover yeah. it with prayer and live the life walk to walk, or it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm probably about half, I'm like not quite halfway there on a lot of stuff, but... um. I got to gain a respect. Cause like I, I, okay, okay. Because I, I agree wow. with a lot of stuff that Charles is talking about. Society just not respecting. Well, I've been married over half of my life, and uh, everything. I've got uh, seven kids, fourteen grandkids, and three great grandchildren. Wow. And I, wow. I want to tell you, I'm experienced in this area, and I have talked and watched a lot. And um. First thing men don't realize, women aren't capable of love. They're not. Men are the ones who are the lovers. They they are the protectors. They're the ones that love their families. They love their yeah, wives. Not, I can understand what you say, but men, no, men, women, I women don't, and women will not. What uh, he's talking about, women will not respect you. I yeah. The man is a type of God. When you have yeah. creation, you have well, God. God is the initiator. Humankind is, has a receptive mode. Now, this is the way it used to be. Man is supposed to initiate. I don't mean, you know, ever across the board, but women are receptive, just like the moon, and they stole all this away. This is why women, um, when, you know, in sexuality, they warm up more slowly. Man, it's more like yeah. a fire. It's like fire. Well, yeah, well I will correct you there on that. They warm up. They warm up slower God. after they get married. <laughs> now, before they get married, the women have sex with individual, more individual partners than men do by far, at least double. Well, there's and, a and, but, about that. But, but I don't know the thing about it is, the only thing you can do is you have to get your scriptures together, and you have to sit down and say, look, this is what the Bible says. And if your wife follows Christ, too, and say, we've been doing it wrong, and this is the way we're going to do it, we're going to study this out together and everything, and, um, you know, don't be shocked if she says, no way, you're crazy. Or whatever, yeah. and so you know, um, the only the only good thing would be if you don't have kids, <laughs> um, because a lot of most the majority of the time when you start wanting to live uh, right according to the Bible, and and uh, you expect her to abide by it with you, she's not going to stick around. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I like to say we're about halfway there. We we've been married six years, and um, like probably about I don't know, not even half, probably about maybe like forty percent of the things that you guys are saying, either we know and do or know and don't do. <laughs> so yeah, but but we're but we're but we're working on it because you know she's like I like I told Dave today that um she's coming around. You know what I mean she's now she's yeah. starting to come out about stuff like 
she's finally starting to admit admit things that we fought about the first two years, like cats and dogs about. Now, you know, six years into it, she's finally starting to like let her, you know, let her guard down and, and admit some things and, and uh, starting to uh, um, let me take uh, the position as the priest of the, of the household. A lot of this has to do with education. They have to hear the truth first before they can even respond. Yeah, that's what I said. You have to get your scriptures together and you have to sit down. And the man is responsible before God to educate his family and his wife. This is in the law of Moses. You're supposed to teach them, raise up a, a child the way he should go. You've got to teach them. Yeah. You were required to teach them the Tanakh, you know, the old Hebrew scriptures. That was God's responsibility for a man. And they're not even doing this today. They don't teach their children. Yeah. And, Wonder you know, when, when the situation comes up, that's when you kind of deal with it. Get your okay. together and you sit down. With that, don't try to get a lot of situations going at one time. Yeah. And don't hey, stop. And, and men expect women to say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm, you know, <laughs> that, that, that just doesn't no. happen. Because no. uh, you know, most of the time you get it, it can prove to a woman that she did wrong. She is not going to admit it. And that's just the honest fact. Well, yeah, no, you're right. Now, guys, is that women have a problem learning from men. I'm talking about husbands and wives, okay? Paul says, I do not allow a woman to speak in a church. He cannot be speaking holistically because you have female prophecies. What he's talking about, they used to have, they didn't have like this little uh, college, uh, uh, you know, scenario in a church where you, you, you know, you can't even raise your hand. You just sit there with your hands gently folded and listen to the pastor. Yeah, I remember growing up, early, um, used to be able to comment on what the preacher was talking about. Yes, they were inter- it was an interactive audience. And you will yeah. see this scripture. I can't go in right now, but see, the, what he's talking about, by the way, the synagogues back there were, were segregated. <laughs> the women on the other side right there. That just shows you right there. Actually, if you did it in a local, a local church today. So anyway, Paul, what Paul is saying is that the women are supposed to wait. The man represents the the family, and so he interacts with the teacher, and then when they go home, the women are supposed to ask their husbands questions, and that just shows you right there, they are supposed to be submissive and learn mm-hmm. from their husbands, but the husbands have to educate themselves. Look at these Christian men. A lot of the yeah. women know more than they do. Yeah. They won't even study the Bible. They don't even care. They just want to be entertained. The women know more about Christianity than the men do. That's what I believe. I, 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 you know, this is a percentage type thing. Yeah. Well, like just I said, shuff, you always got to accept them to the shuff rule. Along. You know? They're not even doing what they're supposed to do. Man, I remember as a kid that the men would stand, women never would, but, uh, or they would tell their husbands, I don't agree, you know, this, that, what, but the men would just come out and say, now look, uh, you know, that kind of sounds kind of silly. And you confront, I have seen men stand up and say, look, my wife, uh, you know she was raised to believe this and that, and she still holds on to it, and it is a biblical teaching, and just because you don't want to believe it, because your organization doesn't want to, I'm not going to keep my family in this church, and you stand up there and run them down. And he says, and I'm gone. And he, I mean, I'm talking about deacons, and get their family and walk right out of the church right then. I've seen it over and over and over again. 
but buddy, they put a stop to that. They 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 had to stop the 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 men from from saying, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Charles, how many years were you a pastor? Oh man, I don't I don't even remember. I have to really think about that one. It was, it was a good while. I pastored uh, from '77 um, up into the '90s. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't remember the exact dates and times. I ain't gonna try to figure that out. But yeah, for '77 into the '90s, yeah. Okay. So. Well, we should probably be wrapping this up pretty late. It's really late here on the on the Pacific Coast. It's like after almost 1 a.m. And we got to. I think we're gonna do a show tomorrow on uh, on visions, uh, Otto. And oh. I, I don't have this gift, but uh, Connie and Lisa did. But um, Chuck and uh, it depends how uh, Charles feels tomorrow. He's feeling under the weather, but uh, and they'll be doing a lot of talk about talk about these experiences they've had. He has he has open visions. A lot of people only know what that is. What's an open vision? Okay, well, we'll be talking about that. Yeah, what time tomorrow night? Uh, oh, well, you you can email me and let me know. Probably about uh, maybe like seven Pacific time, or you can do okay. it earlier if you want. Probably yeah. that's best for me. Seven, okay, so that'd be nine my time, you know, Central. Yeah. Well, Central, yeah. I'll be so listening. Um, well, where are you at, Anna? Well, right now, I'm on the East Coast. I'm working right oh, now. Okay. I, uh, Pastor, Pastor Charles, I work third shift so I can juggle the babies because me, me and my wife, we got married. And uh, uh, when I married her, she, she had two prior to it. We got married late. Like, I was almost 40 when we got married. And she was, like, 35. I was, she was 34. I was 39. Yeah. And, uh. And we got married late. She already had two prior children, and uh, and we, you know we got you know we met we met through a, a couple of different church ministries that got together. And, oh no, and we he's a forty-year-old virgin. And, uh, and then we, we oh, said, no. well, you know, we we're getting hot and heavy with you know go ahead and get married. We don't want to, you know, we wanted we wanted to be uh, under the you know the, the blessings of God through you know right. the you know. And then um, so anyway, what I'm saying is it's almost four in the morning here on the East Coast. I got to go back to work in about ten minutes, but um. One of the things I, like I said, that's why I say we're about halfway there because we do, um, like, we, we pray over our children before they go to school. And, yeah, unfortunately, we do have to send them to public school, you know, because, of course, you know, the, the chips are stacked against us. You know the way society is, and Dave always talks about it, that, you know, the, the chips are stacked against the Christian man, you know. Um, so what I do is I, I got on third shift, and what I do is when I get off of work during the weekday, I go straight from work to waking my, my kids up. Um, and get him ready for school. And before that, you know, I spent, like my son, um, all he knew for his first three years of life was, um, you know, daddy's at home all day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and I did that on purpose because I wanted, um, for a number right. of reasons, I wanted me and my kids to have a, a strong relationship with their father because I seen what happened with my wife's older daughters when, you know, because their fathers were in and out of their lives. And yeah. I see that we're still dealing, we're still dealing, we're dealing with it with our 13 year old to this day. Um, with her relationship with with her um her her real father and um so one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to uh, have a really strong relationship with the right. two children that we that we were blessed with um yeah. and that's why I work third shift and yeah. I take care of them during the day yeah. so um well you have to double you know. du- double your time with your kids is what you're saying to make up yeah each other. yeah and another thing that that is kind of a, a hardship on you is both y'all were. Uh, older and more set in your ways and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You're not oh, young. Yeah. You're not. You know, you're one twenty. People should not get married 
before 25 or 30. I say 30 years old. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. But, I, know, I agree with that now. But but once you've gone through the experiences of life like you and your wife, it is real hard. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's not yeah. impossible. Oh, yeah. It does yeah, happen, but but it yeah. but it takes work on both on both yeah. ends, yeah. But yeah. you're doing good taking up that extra time yeah. with your kids. That's, well, that's something them, they'll them, never forget. Yeah, that's what people tell me. Like, I, you know, it's a compliment is her mom, my mother-in-law. Now, her mom, um, they were, when they got married, like, I guess, they ended up having eight kids together. But I guess, like, they both, like, they both had two kids when they got married, or I think, Mm-hmm. I think um, I think her father had four and her mom had two, and they got married and had like two or three more kids. And you know, the there's even situations where the two older kids um, passed away, and she's raised her grandchildren. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. so, so it was a real compliment for her to to tell me that I was really good. She's like, "Wow, you're really yeah. good with the kids." That's like the ultimate compliment, you know. Yeah. Um, well, do, you, do y'all go to church? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, well, that's no, we, the, we do. Well, that's yeah. good for your that's, kids. That's good yeah. for your kids. Yeah, it's good for the kids, and a lot of times the wife needs it too. I've seen wives yeah. that have suffered because their their husbands stopped yeah. going to church. Yeah, yeah no, they're uh, more sociable. Yeah. They need that social yeah. interaction. I was going to tell you, well, you, you know, if you don't go to church, try to find a home group. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. We we go to church. Matter of fact, we had to change churches because um our family was so big that um. It was too much when we had the little babies and they'd be running around the back, you know, making yeah. noise and disturbing the service and stuff. So we went to a bigger church where um, after a certain point they can um, they can uh, go to the little classes yeah. and stuff. But, uh, well, but yeah, it, like, yeah, but it was, the first two years were a battle. I mean, it was like probably yeah. every, every other week where she was like, she was like, that's it. If you don't like it, dude, you can, you can bounce. And she would tell me that a lot. And I would tell her, and I would throw it back on her. I'd say, look it. And I never told David this, but I'd say, look it. You're the one that told me that God told you that I was your man of God. Well, you know what? I may not look like it right now. I may not feel like it right now, but I am your man of God. Way to go, uh, Otto. That's, that's the only thing that would, uh, for the first two years, that would keep us together. Yeah. So, And another thing, too, that's really tricky is, too, that um, we're also a biracial couple. And um, that, that's, that's, all another, that's hard, all isn't it? Right that's yeah. hard, and isn't I, it? Yeah. So that's, why, that's why I asked you, Charles, like, um, I wanted to chime in and ask you to, um, you know, like I'm learning all this stuff after the fact, you know, and it's kind of weird because I never really found a problem with it um, until after I came into Christianity. I didn't realize that um, I, I always, I don't know, I was kind of raised where it was like, I don't know, we could go on. Oh, well, no, it's biracial jack. But, um, Hashtag biracial jack. Pastor Charles, like, I mean, it's after the fact. I'm coming to a lot of things, understanding of things, of being a biracial couple, an older couple married, um, in this day and age. Like you said, having to having to both work and yeah. work different shifts in order to juggle our kids and still send them to public school. Because you know what? You know what really ticks me off is that our church. This is this is one of the things that really bothers me is that our church has a school, but we can't afford to send them to our own church and school. That's a shame. That's a shame yeah, because, be because my son, my son asks every day. My son asks every day, "Are we going to Jesus school?" I go, "No, you're going to regular school." But Jesus is there with you at school, and he just turned four, and it just really yeah. bothers me that that they yeah. can't make some sort of provision. We live five minutes away from the church. 
They can't black Wait a minute, wait a minute. Daddy, are we going to Jesus school today, Daddy? Are you kidding me? And get raised uh, you with those Christian poor children. So that's another thing. It's like a constant battle. Like, and it, Dave's right. You know, yeah. we got eight hours a day for you know yeah. thirteen. You know, eight hours a day of my daughter, my thirteen-year-old getting bombarded with all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like, another thing too out here is half of half of the junior high that my 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 daughter goes to. Like seventy seventy percent of the Wasn't this idiot's point over ten days. minutes ago? That's another thing that will you shut up? Yeah. Well, you sound so, like you're, you, you're getting it together, Otto. You're doing, you know, the right thing. And I agree. I thought I had church schools, and it was free for everybody who attended. Yeah. The only thing they had to buy was the curriculum. Yeah, and it I'll was it that. was cheap. It was cheap curriculum. And, it was like $200 but, a week, man. Yeah, Who can afford but, $200 a week? I can't. That's why I, I went on third shift. I'm sorry, Pastor Charles. That's why I went on third shift because I can't afford $200 a week for daycare. And then on top of it, I agree with you and Dave. I don't want to send them to daycare where who God only knows what they might well, do it, or teach them or touch wait, them, you know? Well, you know, Otto, like I said, there's always the exception to the rule. There's just okay, thank you. I need to hear that. You, there's just sometimes that, you know, uh, both do have to work. There's times you do have to use it. I'm not saying I, what people I'm talking about is the people who don't have to. You know, they, they just they do it for their own lustful pleasure. Oh, okay. That's okay, what I'm it. talking about. No. For their own greed, yeah. Yeah, so they're, okay. they're, like I said, always an exception to the rule, and you sound like you're one of the exceptions to the rule, but you're trying, you're double-timing to make up for all of that. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, you sound like to me you're doing good, man, and, and just keep on, and, and you and you holding out, telling telling her, hey, you said I was your, your man of God. It seemed like it's worked. And that's what yeah. we need to do is stand and keep standing and keep standing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I want to encourage other guys that have got married, like, in my situation, because it's, it's taken six years. And finally, um, she has, like, just recently, just out of the blue, she said, you know what? You're you're a good man. You work you hard. Go. You go to work every day. And you work hard. You don't complain. You don't miss a day of work. And you provide for your family. And that was like, I was like, that's all I need to hear, man. I'm good. That's, man, that's, that's like. That's paycheck right there, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Just keep on. It's not like you're 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 coming to your breakthrough, and you know you you, you just have to realize if you have to you have to do some things that you know you don't want to. Sometimes you just have to. You're yeah. trying to make up yeah. for for the extra time and everything. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But it, another. But on a lighter note, before I go back to work, <laughs> I want to tell you and Dave. God has got a sense of humor, man, because me and my wife are so opposite. It's crazy. I mean, we don't like, we don't like the same preachers. We're not even from the same, we're not even from the same um, doctrine. I mean, we're like, I mean, you talk about opposites all the way down the line. It is crazy. We don't like the same preachers. We don't like the same gospel singers. We don't like the same music. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, wow, man, it's crazy how <laughs> he threw us together because we are so opposite on everything, man. Yeah. I've, I've, I mean, there's like, yeah. there's that. She doesn't even know. Look at this way. She doesn't even know that I don't believe that the, the Earth is round. We haven't even gone yeah. there yet. I'm still waiting for the day where I've got to like, yeah. I'm, I'm strategizing. I got to strategize uh, when I can like go. Hey, baby, yeah. um, do you really believe that 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 the water sticks to the bottom of the Earth? I mean, you ever like really think about it and and see what her reaction is? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've told people before. You know, if it's a problem, like you you like different churches, preachers. 
I said, find two churches to go to and split the split the difference. You go with her to the one she likes. She goes to the one you like. Split the time up. And I've 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 had to tell people that. I mean, and they went to my church, and I've had to tell them that. Uh, that you know, to, to to give opportunity for it to work. Yeah. Well, we you know actually we we have done that. We we try to do it um with our with our schedule. But um, we used to we used to have a deal where okay um, if there's a day that she had off and I was home during the day and the kids were at school and and she had the day off and she was home we would um, you know we take turns and um, we would watch a preacher from YouTube you know mm-hmm. one 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 week we'd watch someone that she liked and the next week I would put somebody that I liked and it, it worked out pretty good. Well, there you go. So. Yeah, man, sound like you got getting it together, bud. God's helping yeah. you with it. Giving you some knowledge then. Sounds like the worst fucking marriage that I have ever heard about. It's nice to like actually talk to you and thanks Dave for letting me butt in and uh talk, man. I, I um yeah. I, I um Yeah, I'm, really I'm gonna choke Dave for letting you butt in. You idiot. Yeah. Okay, okay talking to you again. All right, Dave, thanks for letting me butt in, man. Sorry, I'm gonna go back to work and uh right. I'm looking forward to looking forward to tomorrow night. The show always helps me get through uh these long nights over here on the East Coast. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit tentative. It depends on Charles. Uh, well, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and commit. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, I'm not going to read these passages because there's this extremely archaic translation. I don't even know what it is. It's probably the King James, but it's probably even readable. But there's two passages that are primarily used to prove that women were the property of not only their fathers, uh, but their husbands. Now. One law that most people would not be familiar with is those who married young, they actually remained under the authority of their parents. I'm not mm-hmm. going to explain that right now, but you can look that up. But anyway, there's a passage there in Exodus 22, verses 16 through 17. Uh, you know, you couldn't get married in the, in the ancient world without with money. You had to have money, mm-hmm. and uh, you had to have a, a bride dowry. And where did all that go? That's, that's the biblical marriage there. What happened? Well, gone, okay? Mm-hmm. The other passage is Deuteronomy 22, verses 13 through 21. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, 13 through 21. When a modern Christian reads that, they're not going to see uh, women as property. It, it's a foreign concept. You're going to have to get out a good Bible commentary or something, because you're not even going to be able to explain that passage. You're going to say, I'm not convinced. So uh, I came across this other article here. That's in the secular news. It says, submission to your husband is a dangerous doctrine. <laughs> I mean, here's what it says. The distorted, the distorted biblical doctrine of female <laughs> submission in marriage won't always lead to domestic abuse, but it, it won't always lead to domestic abuse, not every time, <laughs> but it does provide the breeding ground, writes Johanna Harris-Tyler, another one of these feminists. Of course, she's from the Anglican Church, which completely apostate. The Anglican Diocese of Sydney, this is Australia, is renowned for its strong teaching on the place of women in the church and home. Okay, they're trying to say this is conservative. Men are to lead and women are to submit. Sydney Anglican clergy and their apologists typically treat this male headship as an incontestable biblical doctrine. So when a journalist writes a series of articles pointing out that this doctrine is open to serious misuse by men who mistreat their wives, the Sydney Anglicans are immediately on the uh, on the back foot. Well, actually, that's true. You, you, you can you can 
used anything to manipulate people. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. Does that prove that this, these laws are not good? These laws were there, you know what they were there for? To protect women. Uh-huh. A lot of these laws were there to protect children. We've completely, we've completely missed the boat. Even slavery has to do that. Even polygamy has to do that. Polygamy, look at the Leverite law. You had to marry both before the law of Moses and after the law of Moses. You had to marry your uh, brother's uh, sister if your brother died. Why? For provision. We're so mm-hmm. programmed to go, that's polygamy. God doesn't approve that. God is trying well to help now. people. <laughs> we don't, we're not trying to help people. Yeah. You know, yesterday when I was talking to uh, Otto, he said that his local church, you know, they have a widow's fund. That's uh-huh. good. That Paul talks about that, okay? Mm-hmm. There should be no women out there working. Mm-hmm. They should be provided for their local community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're not supposed to be working. And but, this, this this means that the, the churches mm-hmm. are compliant as well, because you've got all these women working, yeah. right? Do the pastors speak about, about this, Charles? Mm-hmm. No. But see, the thing about the, the widows, they have to be 60 years and above. And they, the church does not support them if they have family that can support them. Well, yeah, they. So. He, Paul put a qualifier on that. He said not everybody qualifies for this. Remember? Yeah. So I, I told Otto that, too. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Because, really, um, these churches, they can't really afford to do all that um, because there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about building a church building or a synagogue. So that will tell you that all of these pastors that have these visions of church growth and this didn't come from God, okay? Yeah. And the same thing is all is, is true with all this stuff. It's all completely shifted away from what we're supposed to be doing, and people don't even know what to do, even if they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what to do. They haven't been instructed. Like I said before, one of the biggest problems of Christianity today, we fail in comparison to Judaism. Judaism has had more of an emphasis historically on education. We're not educating the people. They don't even know. <coughs> These pastors, God's going to come down on them, according to the book of James. Let not many oh, yeah. teachers, because you've got to have a higher degree of accountability. These pastors are so delusional, they want to believe, because this is their church, and they're in charge, and uh, of course I'm doing a good job, right? Everybody's doing a good job. They want to believe all these people are going to go to heaven. They're in for a big surprise. Most people, would you agree with me that most these people in these local churches are not going to go to heaven or make it? Oh, man. No, man. They're, make it. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're oh, no, they Pastor Wittnick is going to die. Pastor Wittnick is going to die. People think they saved ain't. So I, in this article, I assume this is written by a, uh, a feminist, but it, it typically is. But no, it's some kind of secular person. And this is absurd. She's she's criticizing the Anglican Church. You know, in, in America, they this is the Church of England. In America, they call an Episcopalian Church. She's <laughs> criticizing apostate church for having standards that are too high. <laughs> See how far we off on the mark? It's good believe it. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna make clear, just like I told Otto, when I was talking, I I, I, I thought I made that plain. I was talking, I wasn't talking about the exception to the rule. I was talking about those that. You know, the the majority seem to be this way, or they are this way, because even statistics show us this, uh, governmental statistics and other statistics. But there are uh, people, you know, that are exception to the rule, and I wasn't dealing with those. Otto is an exception to the rule, 
and 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 you know his heart's in the right place. He wants, and he's trying to do everything he can. He's the exception to the rule. I wasn't talking about him or people like him. I was talking about those that just didn't care. They just going to do their own thing, and it doesn't matter. And if you don't like it, tough, you know, there's the door. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I, I just wanted to make that clear. I wasn't talking about every single person. So, of course, I might come up and say, you said all, and I didn't say all. I made it plain earlier the, the, about the, uh, the crows. Thirty, uh, one in thirty thousand are white. That's the exception to the rule. So when you talk about crows, everybody talks about crows being black. See, and that has nothing to do with race. I'm not trying to. I'm just using that as a statistic. That's a proven statistic. It's not anything racial at all. Uh, so you just have that one out of every thirty thousand. So we don't even mention that because that is the exception to the rule. I want to speak to Mr. Cold in the chat. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, our redneck word of the night. Statistics. In there. He claims yes. that he's a uh, ah, subterranean statistic. being. Uh, I can't even repeat it. Civilizations he it's idiocy. And he's got this big acting job. and he Statistics. Uh, I'm here to discuss this statistic. He's not telling the truth. Then he wants to come out and start hooing accusations. slandering me now. I just want to address one of his slanders. He claims that I beg for money. What? Look at it. Have you ever listened to the show? We just talked about this uh, yesterday. I actually told somebody, I have a goal, I don't know if I can reach it, to not talk about money until this certain event happens. And I, I may not be able to make it, okay? This guy is claiming that I'm begging for money, and then he claims I'm begging for money in the background. He claims that I have these young people that I'm manipulating, there's only, um, guess what, buddy? That's slander. You know why? There's only one young person that helps me financially, and I don't have to ask for money. What I have is an ever-widening circle. These people become aware of my situation. I'm living in transitional housing. Does that sound like I'm trying to get ahead? I pay $500 a month for rent. He claims that I'm manipulating other, these other young people. To get money. No, there is no other young people. The other people that help me, they're older people. What you say is false. Well, I've, I've known you for... slandering. See, he uh, wants to do his little, but then he wants to get his little digs against me, so as soon as he slandered me again, I just shut him down. Well, I've, I've, I've known you for years, man, about five, six years. I've never heard you ask for money. Well, actually, the last time I did, um, people actually sent me money. Which well, shows that hey, I could make, I could do this more. And I well, get from, if I ask for money, I'll get it. But you know what I did? I put that audio in room two, and not that yeah. many people even heard well, it. Well, I'm talking about on a regular basis, you know. But you know what, my mama used to always tell me that a person never accuses or makes accusations unless they've been under the bed themselves. You know, though they never they never look underneath the bed unless they've been there themselves. So evidently, he whoever that is must be telling you this. Your memo, my memo. Yeah, I mean, people like that or something else. You know, I never charged anything. You came I drove seventeen hundred really? miles to Louisville <laughs> and went and and sang and preached and everything, and I never asked. 
or no money, never took up offering, but people would give me money, you know, and everything. It wasn't that much. Uh, and you I mean, but I you never, never took up an offering? And I didn't get that much. You mean you preached for free? I my expenses. To you idiot. You know. How about um, all these bigger preachers with their little jets? Mr. Cold. Um, Hashtag pass the plate, bitches. Uh, he's kind of amusing uh, when he, you know, puts on his little routine there. Um, but when he starts slandering people, atta- he, he attacks other people besides me. He's called... Uh, you know, uh, Chuck, a false prophet, and crazy stuff like that. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. So I, I, I can't let that kind of behavior go on. So i got to shut him down. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, people so like I, that. I have a solution. I've already said in the show, here's the solution for everything. Come talk today. Yeah. Come on, up on the mic. Come talk to me. Don't don't hurl insults in the peanut gallery, okay? Come talk to me today. I don't know why people are such cowards. They won't call and talk. Talk. they got to set up. is not currently available. People are just something else, man. I don't understand them. Well, they're about to be destroyed. This is what I believe. Yeah. And uh, this is why they're this way. God's not even helping most of these people because they're going to be destroyed soon. That's what I believe. So. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'll wrap this up because okay. I don't want to, you know, tomorrow's the important night. I don't want to keep the energy mm-hmm. high. Both mm-hmm. of you are elderly, elderly men. Did you know that? Yeah. So is Charles. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. The elders are supposed to teach, um, guess what? Not just the younger, but everybody else. And that's the way it always was until we got everything topsy-turvy and everything backwards. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, I'll catch you tomorrow, hopefully, okay? All right. All right, thanks, thanks Charles, for your uh-huh. time. Right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>